Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, this is uh, Nathan Desai here. We're coming at you with another episode of uh, the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. Um, and we got a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about, plus a main subject of today's video. But before I get started, because of course I can't do this alone, I'm going to be joined by... Hey guys, it's Anthony here. I'm kind of uh, sick right now, but um, hopefully, hopefully I won't be like noticeable towards that. And I'm also joined by... Hey guys, Rizwan here. And I'm also kind of sick, actually. Um, it's kind of weird given you're in, up there and I'm down here. Yeah, uh, that, that's who the weather change got me sick, so. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm joined by. Me, I'm J-Boss. I'm new here. Yeah, let's go. This is our newest member, guys, so yeah, well, for all you guys back at home, please give a big welcome to our newest member. How you doing so, today? So claps, y'all, so claps. Great. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we're going to be able to keep him as a regular guy uh, because, um, you know, it's 2019, it's a new year, so we're hoping to uh, get into a bit of a rhythm here with this. And I know that we've all talked about this uh, already, about at least trying to do this uh, once a month. So hopefully we can uh, keep up with that. I mean, I mean personally, I mean, I'm, I'm hyped for doing stuff once a month to have more of a regular schedule, so. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into anything super big, I want to take a quick moment and say happy birthday to my best bro, Nathan. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yep, I turned 25. It's like you forgot happy to birthday, your birthday yesterday. Oh, I know. <clears throat> no, I celebrated my birthday today with my mom and my brother. We went to uh, this uh, college football hall of fame. We had a fun time. So That's good. Mm, cool. Yeah. But, I um, in your honor. Say what? I had Hibachi in your honor tonight. Oh, okay. That's Hibachi in my honor. That's a very high honor. Thank you, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, um, another staff member of Anime Secrets, Ellie, her birthday is today. So we went to dinner with her tonight. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. How's she doing, yeah. by the way? She good. She good. Okay, good. All right, enough yeah. tangents. Then. All right, enough tangents. Let's get to the right. real, real stuff. So a couple of major things here um, as far as uh, Toku goes. Um, you know, this obviously being, you know, the kind of, you know, randomly assorted news section of this video. Um, so obviously uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger is coming to an end. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get started on watching that series more. Uh, soon, I hear that it's really good, but of course, every Sentai must come to an end. So, it is going to be replaced by a Sentai called. Um, uh, wait, what was the first part of the Sentai? Like Kishu Soldier. Kishu Soldier. Okay, one person, please. Say what? One person, repeat that. Holy crap! Go ahead, Anthony. You say it. Uh, Kishi Ryu Sentai go Ryu Soldier. Yep. Um, it's been um, kind of interesting how this was seen because when the title was first released, a lot of people originally thought it was going to be a night-based Sentai, which is what everybody here was really hyped for. But which, not, 
it's kind of is it kind of is in a way but not the yeah ones they're still oh. okay they're knights but they're still knights they don't have dragons i heard they, they actually have, fight dragons i heard they actually fight dragons they have that would be interesting and i'm tired of dinosaurs in fact i'm going to jump ahead here and say i watched the trailer and i'm not happy because the red dinosaur looks a lot like, if not almost identical, to the last red dinosaur we had in Kyriuger. Oh, and my problem, I mean, I'm glad that he mentions Kyriuger because, I mean, Red Ranger, Blue Ranger, Pink Ranger, Green and Black. Uh, gee, wh- wh- where have I seen that color line up before? Oh, yeah. I mean, Kyriuger was really successful, I gotta say, at least in my opinion. Oh yeah, I love Kira Uter, but and not only that, but I mean from what I saw with the trailer, like it looks like the red, blue, and pink rangers are gonna start off as their own thing and like maybe the green and black are gonna be loners, which again, we've seen that I mean it was kinda done in Kira Uter, not for a long time, but you yeah. Yeah, you guys have seen having seen Kira Uter probably know what I'm talking about. So Yeah. But I don't know, I mean I'm open to it because, I mean I mean maybe it'll be good, maybe it won't. I mean I'm excited. The music yeah. sounds pretty. Sounds pretty good. I, I like the. I have to wear. I have to wear this wrist. They have wrist uh, morphers yeah. now. Thankfully, the wrist morphers are great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Isn't it? This might be like the first Sentai in a wait. Yeah, Hold the on. first Sentai in the wild. I have a wrist morpher again. Yeah, I think, I think Tokyo was, was the last one. Tokyo yeah. had that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the wrist morphers. Oh yeah, I mean personally. Well, what did a Zero Ranger have? Zero Ranger, or whatever, like the the animal cube Rangers. That's what they're called. Uh, they had those uh, cube things, like they were kind of cell phones, cube-looking things. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, the cu- yeah. The cubes. And then uh, the world or Zawaldo had that flashlight-looking <laughs> thing. So. He literally had a flashlight. I was like, eh, it works. Yeah, well. I mean, personally, I mean, I can't really hate Dino. Still, kind of fresh. I mean, I've finished a couple of more Sentai since this. Uh, I've actually finished watching Deccan Ranger, Maji Ranger, and O Ranger (laughs) since the last time we did a video. But but I've I've seen Abba Ranger, and I love Dino. I kind of got a bit of a soft spot for dinosaur Sentais right now. Like, what's really sad about? This new um, since I've been dinosaur theme is is the fact that we just not not even not, not even like a couple of years back we just got you know done with uh, Dino Charge for two years so oh, yeah so basically the whole like colors and the dinosaurs that all still is fresh on mind because of Dino Charge being two years long okay that's all for you guys hang on I want to throw out my two cents on this one for a second mm-hmm. yeah. That's irrelevant because Japan doesn't care what America does. For Japan, no, really I was saying, no, I was saying that. I was just saying for American audiences, that would be. It's no, I mean, the Japanese people don't know about much about Down Charge. I know that. I'm yeah. more, I'm more, more or less talking to the American audiences. Well, yeah, no, the American artists. That, that's kind of why I'm tired of it. But for they, the they Japanese, might, just like six years ago. I mean, Hasbro could probably skip this Sentai at some point. People have the. Uh, I mean, then again, I mean, we don't know what Hasbro is going to be doing uh, 
you know, yeah. with this series. Since now, since now they're backtracking and adapting busters, it's pretty much anyone's guess on who they're, what they're going yeah, to do. Anyone could be adapted. Yeah. They're also making a, um, what do you call it? A new Power Ranger movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's in the talks. Yep. No, no, like they confirmed it now. Yeah, no, that kind of uh, helps us segue into the other major subject here, which is about um, Beast Morphers. Um, there hasn't really been an, uh, an announcement yet regarding Beast Morphers. I mean, we know it's coming, but I mean, it, it, the fact that we haven't really seen that many updates for it uh, has kind of led to a big talk on YouTube saying that Power Rangers might be dead, which I completely disagree with that, but we can talk about that in a different video. But yeah, I mean... Well, the thing is, um, from what I understand, they wrapped up season one prior to Christmas. Yeah, they they're did. They're seeding season two they, right now. Yeah, they're filming season two. Um, I followed the... I followed them on Instagram, so... Yeah, same here. I the follow Saki, and I think I follow all of them at this point. Me too. And a great uh, cast. <laughs> oh, we know you like Saki. Your yeah, love she's... for Saki is my love for Ciara. <laughs> <laughs> and Riz loves his Ciara. Oh, yep. my God. Okay, so... But, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of uh, major... ...world of Tokusatsu, so... Uh, look forward to us covering that because, like I said, we're going to be trying to do a video once a month. So, and we are going to make the best efforts. Okay, we're not just going to say that we're going to do it and then not do it. Like we're serious this time. So, yeah. yeah but sure. um, so yeah. Um, so now we're going to move on to uh, what we. Uh, I'm. I mean, you guys got anything else to say, or is it cool if we just move on now? The toys look great. Yeah. <laughs> We can move on. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, although, although one other thing, uh, just regarding Beast Morphers, I mean, this is just a uh, brief um, thing. Uh, I think, I mean, I think they said this on Power Rangers uh, uh, Wiki. Um, I think they're saying that the Gold Rangers name. I hold on. I'm looking this up right now because I can't. Believe this just popped into my head, but like something about the Gold Rangers name. Uh, God dang it! Will this page look? Oh yeah, they're saying that the Gold Ranger's name is Nate. So <laughs> yeah, I that's a that's a that's a Abraham Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, but the character's name is Nate. So yeah, I can finally say some that a Power Ranger has my name. Do you know how long I've been waiting for that? So hey, I'm still waiting for an Anthony. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but and it's gold too. You know. Right. So, sixth Ranger. Yeah. That I, I just but think the problem that, is. It's not silver. You're okay. silver. Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, I don't know. If they're going to be going by GoBusters logic, then they're still going to be some kind of robot again. So. It most likely will be that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, sorry about that uh, brief interruption. I, just, I can't believe that only popped in. So, um, <clears throat> so we're going to get started with the main topic of this. So um, I don't know about uh, what... I mean, for those of you that watch Power Rangers nowadays, uh, unfortunately, you don't really have the luxury of seeing Power Rangers back uh, during what I personally believe to be its glory days. But way back when people, at, when the people who made Power Rangers actually cared about the production, they would do these cool little things where the team, where the cast of the current team crossed over with the cast of 
the previous team for a big team up episode. And all and some of the episodes were good, some of the episodes were bad, but we can all agree that team up episodes in general are just a tradition that we kind of wish they would bring back already yeah, regularly. Yeah. So yeah, they're very fun. So today we're actually going to be taking a look at every episode um, that Power Rangers has ever done. Now we're not going to do what we normally do, where we give like a you know full plot overview. We're just going to be, going to be given a brief synopsis and then give our general thoughts. Because I mean, I don't know if we explain the plots in detail of every one of these episodes. This video is going to be like maybe five hours long. So yeah. So um, we're going to start off here um, with uh, this episode is called A Friend in Need. It crosses over the um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with the character from another Saban show, uh, Masked Rider. Um, and this was kind of meant to be a pilot episode for Masked Rider too, because the show Masked Rider actually started airing shortly after this episode came out. So pretty much... Um, so this was actually kind of like the pilot episode for season three. Um, and the plot of this episode is that um, Alpha's home planet of Edenoi, I think it's pronounced. Um, yeah. It, <clears throat> it comes under attack by this, uh, by this um, new uh, evil bad guy who's uh, also a rival of Lord Zed, even though he's never been mentioned before. Um, I never mentioned is... again. What? I never mentioned again. Yeah. His name is uh, Count Dragon. So he attacks, and Alpha becomes worried about uh, his homeworld being under attack. So all of the Rangers, except Kimberly, who's who's at home with the flu, um, go over to Edenoi to try and see what's going on. They encounter the forces of a um, of um, you know the leaders of the planet, Kings Lexian, I think his name was, and his. Yep. Uh, some Prince Dex, you know, and at first they're fighting against each other, but uh, they soon team up with Prince Dex having the power to morph into the Masked Rider, and they fight off Count Dragon's forces, but then they have to go back to Earth to help Kimberly fight off this monster uh, that Rita and Zed are attacking, and then Masked Rider follows them to Earth when Count Dragon attacks Earth, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, so right off the bat, I'm just going to say this. Um, out of all the team of episodes here, I never actually saw this one for a while. Like, like I watched it in preparation for this review. That's the first time I ever saw it. Like, like I didn't even know that this episode existed, honestly. Um, and honestly, I'm glad that I never saw it because um, this episode is just like, I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't. Terrible. Do yeah. Yeah. Like, it just so, feels kind of useless to me. Like, almost as if, like, Savant's just putting it in there to be like, hey, kid, I'm coming out with this new show, you know, in a couple of weeks, so check it out. That's uh, right. But see, okay, so, no offense to y'all, but I actually was watching Rangers when this was going on, and it worked really well for that. Because five-year-old Rizwan was like, ooh, Mass Rider. <coughs> I'm gonna go watch that now because I see it on a commercial, and that looks really cool. And they are friends of the Power Rangers, and I love Power Rangers. So it it got to point across like them doing that was a good marketing ploy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him credit for that. Uh, uh, something that we probably uh, should talk about, like briefly though, is whether or not this episode is actually in canon with the series, because there are several conflicting um, points. Like on one hand, um, the Mask Rider first episode completely retcons this, and something completely different happens in the first episode. Um, and they never mentioned Power Rangers again. I mean, I hear that there was like a Mask comic where the Power Rangers appear, but that was yeah, it. There is. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, um, during the Alien Ranger saga, Rocky briefly mentions how they went to Edenoy to help, which means yeah. that it could be canon. But then on the other hand, and this is probably the most bizarre one, um, there's an episode of Time Force. And it's a pretty big episode. It's the episode where Eric becomes the Quantum Ranger, um, where Nadira is watching a TV show, and it's a clip from The Masked Rider, as if to imply that The Masked Rider is a TV show in Power Rangers. So it just kind of creates this big, uh, part of my language here, clusterfuck in the Power Rangers universe. So yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> lots of things in the universe are clusterfucks. Yeah. So I think it makes God. sense, actually, because Rocky said he went and helped Edenoy in whatever episode you're talking about. But then no. on top of that... Wait, what uh, were you saying? What I was saying, I think it makes a little bit of sense, um, what happened. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't know. I mean, whether or not... Because they said Rocky, Rocky mentioned Edenoy in one episode. He can't remember which one, though. Yeah, no, I, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I remember specifically. Um, it's in the two-part episode that begins the alien, where the Rangers oh. are contemplating over whether or not they're oh, they okay. call the alien Rangers for help, and then Rocky says, "Well, I mean, hey, I mean, even though I needed our help, and we were there, so yeah, yeah." So, but yeah, I mean, not really. Um, the um, I don't know. I mean. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Masked Rider series, um, and I don't. It's I, I haven't met anyone who is. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't really have much of a, uh, you know, attachment to this episode. But, you know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure it has its fans. So, I mean, I'm not a fan of the episode by any means, but I also understand what they're going for, and I thought it was a well-deserved plot point at the very least. Yeah. To like at least say like, hey, look, there's a bigger world we live in. Yeah. And to point out a time force episode, you're talking about Nadira. Yeah. Um, it's possible in the Ranger world that Mask Rider was a hero, like how the Rangers met him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe, maybe somebody talked about it. They mentioned Mask Rider as a hero, and somebody was like, oh, I'll make a TV set of that in the future, like you know, mm-hmm. hundreds of years later. Oh, okay. Maybe that's possible. I mean, I'm not defending it, but I'm just saying she like, could look. be watching a rerun, like a rerun of you know, yeah. of the show mm-hmm. that was like maybe what like popular, like popular in the year 3000 for some reasons. Yeah, I guess they like the whole. Only thing I remember about Master Rider is that plays his uh, adoptive mom is uh, what like she's. She's something, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, no, you mean? Oh, you mean how she was, under, how she was underage and like the dude that, that was playing the actor, like, felt really, it was really creepy because the dude was like, "Oh yeah, I remember we looked that up." 
That's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, the actress is, was the, on, the actress that plays the mom on the Mass Fire show, she was 17 when she did that role as the mom of the show. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in Shinkinger, uh, some seven, like, 21-year-old man's as her son, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's Shinkinger's, though. Like, that's, that's Japan. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's depends. It depends different of how we do things. Yeah, but I would never thought they would like hire like a young woman to play some old guys. Because they need, I was like, wife, you know. Because they need eye candy, dude. I mean, I barely know she was in the show. Yeah. Well. Anyway, um, yeah. Point is, this episode. I mean, I mean, it may have been cool at the time, but it hasn't really well. Not to mention the. Uh, Footage that they're using from Common Rider Black RX. I mean, that doesn't blend well considering how that footage was like from the '80s. So yeah, yeah. That, that really doesn't. Also, work. Black RX sucks. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I kind of like. I kind of want to like that Black RX. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Okay, but again, that's a discussion for another. I like time. Black, but not RX. RX is like a worse version of Black. <laughs> you are <laughs> me, crazy. You are crazy. So. So next up, we're going to be moving on to the uh, very, pretty much a more traditional team-up episode, uh, which is interesting because this was the very, this is what we could call the very first team-up episode of, uh, team-up episode for Power Rangers, and it actually took footage from the Sentai movie, which technically wasn't the first uh, Sentai crossover movie, but it was the first one that kind of uh, triggered the chain of like every season after it releasing it releasing a crossover movie from this point forward so so it was kind of the first in a way but um uh this team up episode is called rangers it um teams up the zeo rangers with the alien rangers and uh even though it's really a team up episode it's also kind of a billy episode uh what happens is that um the uh, age restoration device that billy used in the um Alien Ranger Saga has a delayed side effect, which has caused him to age rapidly. Uh, the Zeo Rangers call the Alien Rangers, well, actually just Delphine and Sestro, who are the only ones that appear in this uh, in this one unmorphed. And the um, only ones that matter, besides Orko. Yeah. He's real. I mean, like, Orko is in it, but he only appears on, like, stock footage for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah so they try to help Billy... They're trying to help Billy restore his age, but at the same time, um, the Machine Empire attacks the city with one of their monsters, and then Rita and Zed, who are all of a sudden back in power, create their own monster. And those two monsters still control Rangers' Megazords. So, yeah, hijinks ensue, and the Alien Rangers have to help. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna... Uh, I, I actually really like this episode. Um, you know, I think... Uh, I mean, obviously, you could have you could have done a little bit better with writing Billy off the show. I mean, I understand that they had to do it no longer on the show, but you probably could have given him a slightly better send off. Because I mean, keep in mind, I mean, Billy leaving the show like this is Billy we're talking about. I mean, this is a guy who's been on the show a regular since the first episode, Day of the Dumpster, and he's finally leaving the show after four seasons. You know, like he was on there. All throughout Mighty Morphin, and he was still a regular character in Zeo. So, yeah. 
He he's the longest running Ranger character besides Bulk and Skull. Yeah, and he never once like traded his powers for anybody. He never like mm-hmm. he never like never like gave like gave his power to somebody else. But he still kept his own powers. He just kept getting you know different yeah, sets of powers. But he did have his own powers. You know, like you know, like Almighty Wolfman onward. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, so yeah, I mean, so yeah, like with this episode, Velocity the original, but we kind of knew even when he came back as the Gold Ranger, he was going to be he kind gone. of. He kind of broke out there, Nate. Do what? He kind of broke out. He kind of, he kind of broke out there at the last at the last bit. Uh, well, what I was going to say was that yeah, we had Jason there, but let's be honest, we all kind of knew that he was going to be gone by the end of the series. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still pretty cool how uh, we get to see the uh, two teams fight together. I mean, because, I mean, keep in mind, we I had never seen this. In I don't really like the episode. Oh, okay. But uh, uh, what, what issues do you have with the man? I don't know. It just feels like forced because in this in this team up, they use some footage from Old Ranger versus Kaku Ranger, and that team up is trash. So, like, I don't know. It just feels a little forced in how they relied on that movie footage. Yeah, I still need to see those cross that crossover movie. I mean, only scene I've seen is uh, is O Pink is this scene where O Pink and O Yellow are in bikinis and they're throwing a beach ball around. Which, yeah, I mean, I can't complain about that scene, can I? But uh, I, I need to see that oh. footage. <laughs> o Ranger itself is okay. Oh, I, I'm not a fan of O Ranger. I really don't like it. But that's a that's yeah, a topic. There's right. a lot of issues. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, I think it's a pretty good episode, uh, could have done, could have given Billy a better, um, I mean, I'll agree that I think it may have seemed a little forced a little, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still have a soft spot for this episode because I mean, I remember when I first watched it and I thought it was pretty cool. So I'll admit that it probably isn't the best, but I mean, I, I hope, I mean, I still have a soft spot for it. So Okay, so uh, so the season after this was Turbo, but Turbo didn't have an episode, which means that we're going to jump into Power Rangers in Space, which had not one, not two, but three team-up episodes. Um, now, the first one, uh, <laughs> I, and everybody here knows that we love Power Rangers in Space, but this is not <laughs> a really good episode <laughs> for this show. Yeah, so. Shell yeah. Shock. So this episode is called Shell Shocked. Oh. Uh... Um, as you can see from the photo, wait, wait, you're considering this a crossover? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm going by team up after team up with like more. He, he did say crossover slash team ups, and that does count yeah. as team up. Yeah. All right. So, as you can see from the photo that we're going to be using, um, this is a team up episode between the Power Rangers and the Ninja Turtles. Um, you would think you would think that this would be a really cool idea, right? But yeah, because it was it was so bad, and and they got away with this because um you know just kind of a brief uh, brief thing here at the time when Power Rangers in Space was airing, Saban was doing a live action Ninja Turtles series called Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation. Um, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> um, Super bad. And, uh, and, you, and you'll probably see this from the photo, too, but uh, one of the big infamous things about this was that they had the four Ninja Turtles. You know, they had Leo, Roth, um, Don, and uh, Mikey. Uh, but then they also had a fifth female Ninja Turtle named v- Venus de Milo. 
Doom. Yeah, she came um, out of the fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, she, she's behind Carlos in this photo that we're going to be using. Um, she's the one the light in the light blue. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah. Um, to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, do this. So basically, um, so this episode, it, it kind of starts off briefly in the second episode of Power Rangers Space Save Our Ship, where in the final scene, uh, the Ninja Turtles are brought to Angel Grove, and then it kicks off in Shellshocked, where Astronema comes, she turns the, um, she brainwashes the Ninja Turtles um, to be, you know, her slaves. And then she, then she attacks the world with this uh, monster, which, uh, for the record, I'm that monster was actually an O-Ranger monster in the Sentai, so all that footage is original footage. Um, I don't think there's any Sentai footage used in this episode, by the way. Uh, but I think they remade him a little bit different. I, think, I yeah. have seen the monster before, too, but I think yeah, it's just like, it's like a combination of different suits. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, that monster is overpowering the Rangers. The Ninja Turtles, they save the Rangers. Then they infiltrate the Astro Mega Ship and completely take it over. Uh, they capture all the Rangers except Andros, who suspected them right from the start. Then, when they fly through a nebula, the Ninja Turtles. They scare off astronomers forces, and the f two enemy forces combine for uh, the two, uh, you know, the two, um, the two teams, the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers. They team up. They fight off the Quantrons. The Ninja Turtles go for a ride on the Galaxy Gliders because we got to finish this episode off on a silly note. And yeah, nothing of any real. <laughs> yeah, stuff. nothing of real use really. Nothing. No, but... no, it was worthless. <laughs> And no. it's, itself, it's so like I don't know what's the word I can use for this stupid. Okay, I will and actually, I, I will actually get. I actually, there's one thing about that team up I did like was the fact that one of the Ninja Turtles actually kicked Elgar in a hilarious way, and I will never forget that. Yeah, moment. yeah, I did like that part. I'll give it that. <laughs> no, but um, no. The funny thing is though, and this is an interesting view on the episode. Because I'm actually, uh, <clears throat> to kind of uh, keep track of which one we're on, I'm using Morphin Legacy's page, uh, Clash of the Crossovers. Um, this guy gives like a review, and he says that one of the problems with this episode is that it makes Astronema not really look like a credible villain. Because think about it. This is the third episode of the series, which means that this is like her second plan to destroy the Rangers. Like, really? Like... One of your ideas is to turn the Ninja Turtles against the Power Rangers. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, that's just silly. I mean, now thankfully it does actually mention, like, it actually says in this review, like, it's a good thing that her, you know, plan to destroy the Power Rangers with an evil team later in the series worked out, and we know what she's talking about there. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, and but um, one problem no, I had here was like a one-off, so. Do what? That episode was like a one-off, so didn't really mess up with how yeah. great a character arc she did have. Yeah. And one of the problems, though, here, though, and this is someone I really don't like, because I like all of the Space Ranger characters, and this is another thing that's mentioned, doesn't this kind of make everyone except Andros look like morons? Because they so readily trust the Ninja Turtles and are just yeah. giving away... At first, yeah. Because, you know, they're coming off Turbo. They're still learning how Andros works. Yeah, yeah, just nonchalantly explaining how the Megaship works. Doesn't that kind of, 
make them look stupid. Well, okay, you gotta understand. They come from Zordon, where they've worked with other kids in the past, right? Like, they've worked with the Alien Rangers, they've worked with Mass Rider, I mean... They've not had these, allies. Not these Rangers, though. Yeah, not these Rangers. But they've had, like, the, they've had legacy passed on, you know, like... I'm sure in the, in the transition of passing the torch. Yeah, yeah, Tommy might have told TJ, like, hey, this is where you come from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine Tommy not doing that. Yeah. Maybe he was like, hey, here's this bye. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe he gave like a, a first cut of his DVD explaining the history of the Rangers that he used in Dino Thunder later on. Mm-hmm. He was a better character than Dino Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. but that's a whole different topic altogether. Yeah. I mean, the point is that this episode, just like the show that it's crossing over with, is bad. Um, Linkara talks it points out how all of the female Ninja Turtles, I mean, not, not female, male Ninja Turtles, uh, sound exactly the same. Like, hey, yo, Johnny, what you do? I didn't do anything. What did you think? What did you do, Raph? Like, they all have the same personalities that, yeah. that, and it just didn't make sense why they, why they all are the same way. Because you have, you have uh, Leo, who's the leader. He's very stern. He's very calm. And he's like the, the centered one. Then you have Donnie, the smart guy. He's the one that does all the tech. He's he's intelligent. He can make he can make anything just just by the top of his head. Then you and have the Mikey, Mike, the goofball. Mikey's the goofball, and Roth is the uh, is aggressive the, one. He's the aggressive, yeah, one. aggressive loner. Yeah, yeah, he's the aggressive one. Always has always back talks the leader, which is you know Leo. So they put heads at times. They didn't get that right, and that what's really irritating about the specials that they did not get the. the the, the personalities of the characters correctly, and it really irritates mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's not a not a good episode. I'm sorry. I mean, I love you, Power Rangers in space. This episode is true that even the best Power Ranger seasons give out pretty bad episodes. Yes, yeah, that's sadly exactly true. Um, yeah, it's some really bad episodes. Power Rangers give really Power Rangers give really good episodes. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad Anthony said that because now we can. Well, except if you're Ninja Steel and you only have like one or two. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm referring to. But I'm glad Anthony uh, said, uh, you know, we get good episodes because now we're going to move on to an actually uh, good team up episode. It's kind of iffy to call this a team up, but I, I mean, it has one Power Ranger from the previous team crossing over, so it counts. Uh, this yeah. episode is called True Blue to the Rescue. Um. Brings back Justin. Yep. So in this episode, um, those two living cars that the Turbo Rangers used in the last step was in uh, Lightning Cruiser and, uh, and, uh, and, and um, Blaster and something Blaster. Yeah, Blasters. Blaster. 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 Yeah, Soul Blaster. Yeah, one of them. Uh, one and, of them. Uh, Red Lightning or something. Lightning Cruiser. Yeah, yeah Lightning Cruiser. Yeah. yeah, one of them escapes from Divatox's forces because they're apparently. Used by Divatox's Piranatrons on some desert planet. Um, it finds Justin, and you know, it finds Justin, who's now living. I guess he's living out of town of Angel Grove with his dad now. I think they said he was going to move at the end of the Turbo series. Yeah, he did. Uh, and um, at the same time, uh, Astronomus forces start looking for Storm Blaster after Divatox. Uh, 
tells her that she lost it and the space rangers try to go try to stop her from getting storm blaster but then they end up getting captured by by astronomer's latest monster but luckily storm blaster finds the rangers he takes justin to where they are uh he's able to re uh the car is able to recharge justin's morpher which is which is able to help him morph he saves the rangers then they all team go and uh, save lightning cruiser and then we get a pretty uh, heartfelt reunion between justin and the four former turbo rangers and then he goes home um now i'm just uh gonna say this even though i'm not the biggest fan of justin i really like this episode because yep because the thing is you can say what you will about justin but he was still friends with the turbo rangers and yep to just like leave him hanging there. Cause keep in mind, they did this episode thinking that power Rangers was going to be can't well, power Rangers pretty much already was canceled when this episode came out. So they yeah. wanted to tie up every loose end that they could. And this was an episode where they did that. So like I said, you can, you can say what you will about Justin. I got my fair share of things to say about him, but it's still, okay. It still seems okay. right. He served his purpose here. I, I actually did a little mind in this episode. He, he and I actually job. did like that. I actually did like that one episode where he got random super strength. Oh yeah, I remember that. Funny thing, they show a flashback of that episode in this episode. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, he was friends with Rangers, so it's best to just see them reunite briefly, just to know that you know Justin knows they're okay and they know he. Okay, like, because I think it would have been a dick move to just kind of leave Justin hanging out there with no acknowledgement or closure, if you know what yeah. I'm saying. Like, even if he didn't, I mean, if, I know that several Ranger actors could not appear in the last final episode of In Space, but I'm glad that he didn't appear in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only only problem, and this is really just an nitpick, what happens to Lightning Cruiser after this episode? Because they free Lightning Cruiser. And it's there sitting with the Space Rangers when Justin vanishes. I mean, you can argue that Blaster stayed with Justin. I mean, okay, cool, fair enough. But what happens to Lightning Cruiser? <laughs> like, he magically disappears. Maybe yeah. he goes to, goes to aid uh, the, Ran- a- 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 the Rangers from other planets. Maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe he, uh, maybe he was helping the Alien Rangers fight Demon Toxin Destruction and got captured again. Um, yeah. Yeah, you never know. Uh, cool. universe. Uh, one other thing, uh, this episode is also kind of important when we talk about Forever Red because a lot of people are wondering, like, how does TJ have his turbo powers back? And I've been thinking, well, if Storm Blaster can do that for Justin, then maybe Lightning Cruiser could do the same thing for TJ. Exactly. So, so yeah, this yeah. episode was actually kind of important when you think about that. Also... For me, this yeah. team up kind of solidifies how good the team ups can be. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to be so flashy and be all like, you know, and it makes sense how they did the team ups and not like how they did it in future team ups. We will get there. We'll get to that point when we'll spot our team ups. But yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have anything to say, Riz? Um, I really enjoyed. True Blue to the Rescue for a lot of reasons that you mentioned that this is a good um, loose end to tie up. Yep. By saying, hey, cool, look, this is where Justin went after they abandoned him at the 
space station. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought it was a really good like closing to show like, look, Justin's still around. He's still a ranger, and maybe he's on his own adventures to this day as a blue turbo ranger. We don't know. Yep. Okay, so we got one last team up episode from uh, Power Rangers Space, and another really good opinion. Um, this episode uh, is called. Next one's one of this one's. Do what? Next one's one of the best ones. Yeah. Uh, this one is called Always a Chance. Um, this is a, a really, a really good episode. Do what? A really good episode. Yeah. One of my yeah, favorites. Really good this ones. episode takes place a little later because I'm pretty sure, like, as we said, Shell Shock takes place, like, literally, like it's the third episode of the series. Um, I know True Blue to the Rescue was, like, literally right before Zane debuts as the Silver Ranger. I think Zane was a character in the series by this point when Always a Chance came out, and I might be wrong. But... He is. Oh, but okay. He, but, he, but he went missing for some reason. Yeah. No, no, no. He was on KO 35, Hulk Ranger. That's uh, right. Hulk. Yeah, I remember. I thought he just was there, but he wasn't. Yeah. So, um, so the plot of this episode is that um, the Rangers are fighting a lizard monster. I think his name is... Uh, Wiz, uh, Liz Wizard, like, yeah. Um, and while the Rangers are fighting against him, Carlos accidentally injures Cassie, like he hurts her really bad and breaks her arm, which causes Carlos to start second guessing himself. Um, and in, during one time when he's fighting uh, the monster, Adam, his predecessor, comes out. To help him, and after they scare off the monster, Adam tries to help Carlos uh, now, regain confidence through training. Before, before, yeah, before, you, before you continue, I mean, I have to say this, Matt. Mind you, Adam has, has been, you know, not been a ranger for almost what maybe a year or two years, maybe, mm -hmm. and he managed to not manage to actually fight the monster and actually make mention that have a retreat without being about morphing at all. That's impressive. Yep. But uh, he still got it. Yep. But uh, despite Adam's training, uh, Carlo um, st still st still continues to screw up because he's constantly second guessing himself. So he decides he's going to quit. So he goes to the Astro Mega Ship and gives up his communicator for. And but then Astronomus forces attack, and with Carlo's completely defenseless, Adam takes out his. Uh, broke his uh, destroyed Mastodon Power Morpher, which is something uh, we'll talk about in a yeah. second. And he uses it to morph into, to don his uh, Black Mighty Morphin Power Ranger suit again. Um, pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty dope moment. Defend Carlos until the other Rangers come and Carlos regains his confidence. Um, so, um, I'm just going to say this right now. This, this is... This episode is one of the best episodes of Power Rangers in space. Like, and not just because Adam comes back and it's great to see them bring back an older Mighty Morphin suit again. It yeah. gives character development for Carlos because keep in mind, yeah. when Carlos was in Turbo, he was like this arrogant jerk who, you know, who was kind of a little full of himself and a little, you know, immature. This episode shows him showing concern for how his actions affect his teammates. And it's interesting and it's cool how they bring in Adam because Yeah, that's Adam one of the reasons I really like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's really good for Carlos's character arc. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now there are, you know, a couple of minor nitpicks here. Like Adam just kind of comes right out of nowhere in the middle of the battle, which is odd, and uh, I don't mind that. But um, and there's also the question of like, why does he risk his life using um, the morpher, the broken morpher, when he can't, when he can just use his Zeo four powers? Well, but- see, that's the issue with Turbo as in itself because. After Zeo ended, it, it just kind of just went straight to the turbo without any explanation on the Zeo power. I kind of want to give like a fan, like maybe like a fan theory that like maybe they use maybe they use the turbo, but maybe they Zeo powers to create the turbo powers and maybe just reinforce them into something else. Mm-hmm. Like we like we forging them basically. Yep. Um. Even though like that. That really isn't the case, but whatever. I want to. I want to give it. Give it. A, really, just no statement. They really didn't know what they were doing at the times. But um, now it is interesting how Adam uses the Mastodon powers because um, because yeah, this yeah. actually brings up a uh, interesting topic. Because keep in mind, <laughs> the original Dino coins weren't destroyed. They were just kind of rendered useless when the uh, when the Thunder Zords were destroyed. Yeah, they were damaged. Mm-hmm. So this does kind of bring up a um, interesting uh, subject uh, when we get to a team up episode a little later. But um, but yeah, I mean it's cool to see Adam again. It's cool a black. It's cool to see a Mighty Morphin suit uh, back in action after a while. Um, yeah, also, it's really good for. For how Adam came back, and um, you could tell that he was excited to come back. And the more he came, the more you see he has respect for the franchise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's not. I, I think it's more respect for uh, Levi Suk and uh, Saban really more than anything else. Because I've met Johnny Young Boss in person. So have I. I met him too, but I didn't get just get his autograph. Lucky. And I talked to him for a good bit. I never, I never did. No, I never did. And he had mentioned to me, like, yeah, I came back for the team ups because of my respect and um, Ooh, okay. admiration of the guys in Sarge at the time. He had a certain mm-hmm. friendship with some of the guys that were running it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. did you guys know at the time that, like, when he became the, the, the new Black Ranger, uh, some fans weren't really happy with. The fact that he was replacing Zach, and he—I think he said it in one interview I saw online—and he was replacing uh, Zach, blah blah blah. And he was like, "I, I didn't know. I'm, I'm sorry." He's like, you know, he just—he just, he just kind of had like had difficulty, you know, as in the fact that he did replace somebody that was more, or he became mm-hmm. more liked himself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we've seen Adam in like several different series, like with Zach. Like after he left for that peace conference, we've never seen Zach again. So. He peaced out so hard. I mean, we. I mean, we. I mean, his actors come back on occasions. He and Austin St. John did like this uh, lost episode in Lost Galaxy. Plus, um, he was actually the voice of a villain in a team up episode that we're going to be getting to a little later. But yeah. we haven't seen Zach. So, but yeah, like I mean, I honestly like really love. So like. This is 
one of my favorite episodes to watch from Power Rangers in Space. So yeah, it's a real good one. Yeah. Plus, uh, just a brief uh, thing to say, it's pretty cool how they use like you know unused like when it shows like Adam actually you know calling out Master Mighty Morphs instead of just using recycled footage of him calling out from Mighty Morph, and they actually show him like doing the hand morphs with the pa- hand movements with the Power Morpher. Uh, which I hear was yeah, uh, so cool. Yeah, which I hear was something that they uh, was footage that they wanted to use at some point, but they decided to go with the other ones. But mm-hmm. uh, regardless, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they used that footage. Yeah, it made this more this morph more different and unique. I like that. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, so next up, we move on to uh, Power Rangers. start a chain of team-up episodes all the way until Power Rangers S. So that's six years, I think, because this came out in 1999. Um, Just a clarification real quick, because your mic went out. Yeah. We're talking about two to the 10th power and Lost Galaxy and Power Rangers yeah. in space. Well, I didn't, yeah. I didn't actually say the title of the episode yet, but yeah. That but you, you cut out for like a good seven seconds there. Yeah, because we couldn't hear anything you said. After. Okay, sorry uh, about that. Um, I'm assuming that's what you said, but if not, well... Okay. Spoilers. No, but like I was saying, this is this is the team up episode that started a six, five or six year chain of team up episodes. Because, like, starting with this, this one. Is, wait, no, no, no. This is what Ninja, team ups is awesome. Ninja Storm didn't have a team up episode. Sorry about that, but um, yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah. So this is the to the tenth power. It start uh, which um has team up which teams up the Space Rangers with the Galaxy Rangers. Um, so the plot of this episode is that the, uh, is that the key cards that the Psycho Rangers in space are recovered by this alien monster who sells them to Deviat, well, sort of, you'll have to watch the episode to understand that, um, to, to Deviat on this desert planet, uh, Deviat, um, he's a Lost Galaxy villain, by the way, um, he uses it to revive the Psycho Rangers and Lost Galaxy, my favorite season. Yeah, and um, they uh, so all the Galaxy Rangers except Leo and Mike. Even though I mean you can't count Mike because he's the Magnet Defender. But okay, but they capture Kai, Kendricks, Damon, and Maya. And Psycho Red attempts to capture Leo, but he gets saved by Andros, who was um, tracking the Psycho Rangers, and. And uh, and eventually, uh, you know, they come up with a plan to free the galaxies. And then the other Space Rangers show to help them. They fight off the Psycho Rangers um, and supposedly destroy them. But then Psycho Pink survives, which then leads us into another episode where they, which is kind of a continuation of this team of episode that ends with uh, Kendrick's dying. And then in the next episode, Corone becomes the Pink Ranger. Yeah, nothing really important happens. Um, I mean, so. okay, so let's let's break that sentence down for a second. This is the first ranger death where yeah. a ranger dies on camera. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. It was amazing. Uh, so many feelings. The first yeah. to die in a team up too, mind you. Yeah. Well, okay, I... it's the first ranger to ever die. That implies it's also the first ever. Yeah, um, so it, like, apparently, like, um, the actress who was playing, uh, Kendrick, I met by a sweetheart, um, 
Have you met Kendra? What? You've met Kendra? No, Kendra. Yeah. 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 She had leukemia. Uh, yeah, she had leukemia around this time, and they had to write her out of like the series. In fact, there were several episodes of Lost Galaxy that came out prior to where Kendrick's either didn't appear unmorphed at where where Kendrick's was either only shown unmorphed for like one or two episodes for like one or two scenes where it was probably like recycled footage, or she just didn't appear unmorphed at all, and it was just a voice actress because she was that sick. Um, they had to write her off of the series and originally they wanted to bring they wanted to have uh, Patricia Jolly who played Cassie the pink space ranger to replace her but uh, her contract with Saban and like the negotiations fell through so they had to bring back her own instead which I think was a good measure but actually it was about money too like she was she was a a lot of (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, Anthony's met Caron. Uh, I have, yes. I haven't, but... Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to kind of go back to this, uh, you know, this episode, it's, uh, yeah, this is a really enjoyable episode. You know, it's... I love to, this episode. Like, to give closure to the Psycho Ranger saga to, like, show that they really destroyed <laughs> the real now. Yep. Um, uh, you know, the final battle is pretty cool. Um, I, it does suck how Zane's not in this episode, so it kind of feels balanced because you got all six Galaxy Rangers, but only five Space Rangers. But that was also how I think it was in the Sentai team of episode two, where yeah, you know, a man in black yeah. knight, but there was no yeah, Mega Silver. Mega Ranger. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I could cut some slack there, um, but. Yeah, and, uh, and one other thing, um, and this is something that I wish they would do with more team-up episodes, is that in The Power of Pink, when Psycho Pink goes to her monster form, we actually get original footage of the Galaxy Megazord and the uh, Astro Megazord fighting together, and it's original footage. And that's the only time I know where they did original footage of both the previous team and the current team's Megazords fighting together, you know? I wish they would do that more often. Probably not because it would probably cause the thing to go over budget, but I'm glad that they did it at least once. Yeah, you guys got anything to say? I love this team up. Yeah. Like everything that builds up to Leo and Andrew's meeting, to the psychos taking down the Lost Galaxy Rangers one by one. It's perfect. It's awesome. And then the final battle, the final fight, so great. So yeah. I think this is my favorite team up ever. Really? This and one other. Yeah, we'll begin to that one later, and I'm really excited to. Talk, but yeah, that. But one. it's like my top <laughs> three, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say this is probably my second favorite one. I mean. Yeah. Like, only this question one. I have is, like, how did Andros get on Terra Venture? And, and, and some people could say, like, well, they used the Mega Shuttle, maybe, but he arrived on Terra Venture at a time later than the other space. So, if he used the Mega Shuttle, then how did they get to Terra Venture? And if they used the Mega Shuttle, how did he get to Terra Venture? So, Galaxy Glider. So, okay. Galaxy Glider. So hang on, hang on. How could he use his Galaxy Glider, though, if he was, if he didn't have his Morpher? 
Oh. He doesn't need it to <laughs> use the galaxy glider. Does he? Hank. Oh, like so. Well. But. I but it was still say, a good. It was still a great team up. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed Here's it. Yeah, it was a good team. Here's my like, theory. I mean, like, Car absolutely loved this episode. I saw it. And I mean, like, I remember when I first saw this episode because I didn't know that team ups were a regular thing when I first saw this episode. Because uh, I first saw this episode, uh, it was on this that combined like multiple seasons it had like white light uh um countdown to destruction this episode and then two more later i didn't know team-ups were a regular thing so when i first saw this that it's like and i'm like you know this you know like 10 year old kid who absolutely loves power rangers like this is like a wet dream for me basically <laughs> so yeah. well yeah. you know listen there battle is coming that one DVD introduced me to team ups. But uh, like back to the original yeah. question you were asking, how did Andros and Emil get there? So <laughs> I think the four Rangers used to make a settle, and Andros harvested Zordon's energy when he destroyed the thing, and that gives him weird powers now. Mm-hmm. Because you don't just destroy Zordon, be explosive as Z Wave, at like that close range and not mm-hmm. just have weirdness happen to you later in life. Yeah. Yeah, that's in yeah, that's probably possible. I mean but yeah, I mean if that's really the only problem you can speak for how great it is. I mean yeah. Mm, not much. No. Yeah. So uh, next up uh unfortunately uh to the tenth power Not so great team up episode. Uh, we have got to fix your mic. Do what? We have got to fix your mic. Yeah. Okay. You keep breaking out so many times. Um, Can anyway. you guys hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So this is a Trakina's Revenge, a team Lightspeed again. with the Galaxy Rangers. What? And you cut out again. <laughs> okay, you guys explain real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. So, this is Trakina's Revenge with the Lightspeed Rescue and Lost Galaxy team up. Um, yeah. Can you guys what? hear me good now? Yeah. Keep hear. talking. Let's see. Keep talking. Okay. Um, so, this is uh, Lost Galaxy and Lightspeed Rescue. Um, in this episode, um, it's revealed that Trakina survived her final battle with the Galaxy Rangers, and she's come to Earth. She's wearing a mask over her face because she's scarred, even though it's really just to hide the fact that her original actress isn't here. Um, <laughs> Basically. Um, she comes to Earth to destroy, the, to destroy it so that she can get revenge on the Galaxy Rangers. Uh, she teams up with this villain called Triskull, who I'm guessing was released by... Olympias and the demons. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Triskull is luring people into this building and draining their life energy so that she, Trakina, can absorb it to transform back to her green mutated form. Um, and, uh, and what happens is that this uh, little girl, who was the daughter of one of the abducted people, catches them, uh, catches them in the end. And 
tries to inform uh, the Rangers and and of course she has to help the Rangers um, you know stop you know get into the building so that they can stop Trakina and one of the problems that you may have already recognized in this episode is that like I said something about that little girl Heather. Yeah, here's the problem uh, with this episode. This is not a team-up episode. This team-up episode is essentially the misadventures of Carter Grayson and a little girl featuring the Galaxy Rangers. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, fun fact, this was actually the first team-up I saw as a kid. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, no, 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 It was the same team up that I saw, first team up that I saw as a kid too. Because an interesting thing about this episode was that, um, was that it was released as a 3D VHS release. Um, it was originally released at McDonald's, but then eventually got released in Toys R Us, and it was like, it was released quite some time before it originally aired. Like from what I read. Um, Ryan hadn't even uh, debuted as the Titanium Ranger uh, when uh, when the VHS was released, and you know that this is a post Ryan episode because you see the Max Solar Zord in this in this team up episode, and Olympias is the main villain while, Di- while Diabolico is nowhere to be seen. So, yeah, it came out pretty early. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, like yeah. you get all the Rangers still on contract. Say what? Uh, it's probably for contractual reasons because they probably only had the Space Rangers. I mean, not Space. Uh, Galaxy, Galaxy Rangers. Rangers for so long before they had to be released to other projects. Yeah. And I do know that, um, that like, some of the Galaxy Rangers weren't too happy. Well, some of the Galaxy cast weren't too happy about them being upstaged by a girl because you may have recalled, but I mentioned that Trakina's actress wasn't here to... Uh, be in the episode. Her name was Amy Miller, by the way. Um, Actually, and now she's uh, go by go by uh, Amy Old because she's married to Lost Galaxy. Yep. yep. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she was originally supposed to appear in this episode, and she was in costume, and she was all suited up, and she was ready to be in the episode. But then she found out that they were going to be upstaged by a little girl, and she walked off the set and refused to appear. <laughs> Yeah, and same thing with uh, Danny Slavin, who played Leo. Like, he got really pissed off, so um, he only filmed, like, a couple of scenes before he walked off, and it shows because Leo's voice does not sound anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Go, Galact- Go Galactic! Yeah! Go Galactic! Yeah! That, that, yo, it sounds that more like Mike, on. honestly. More like it Mike. Pro- it might have been Mike. <laughs> That's, that'd be shocking uh, if it was Mike. I like that team yeah. up roll call though at the end when they're all doing the roll call. I like it. Wait, come yeah. back! No. Yeah, this team up has a bunch of flaws. And, it, and there's this one oddity that I still don't understand. During the morphing sequence, we never see the Galaxy Rangers as morphing sequence. They basically take the Ginga Man. Yeah, they just, take the, the Ginga Man one. But, also, this has a, which takes from Ginga Man versus GoGo Five. Yeah, and and this is another sense uh, team of episode that by and large used the plot from the Sentai episode. So, but yeah, I mean, I 
I don't know. I mean, I may have loved this episode when I was a kid because I didn't know that team up episodes were a regular thing. But looking back at it now, it has not aged well. Like, it's I mean, okay to me. No, it's pretty bad. Because I mean, because like I said, I mean, I mean, you don't show the Lost Galaxy morphing sequence. Um, the final battle doesn't really feel all that great because what I've noticed is that in almost like every other where team she up, turns you know, into this random ass demon, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, you, like you have like one thing I've noticed from every other team of episode is that usually you have both the Rangers with the matching color, you know, facing some individual villain, you know, like you know, like how in the previous team of episode, all Rangers with the matching colors faced off their corresponding psycho ranger you know and then uh and the next couple of team up episodes like like you know you would have like certain ranger groups like they would team up to fight this monster or that monster here they're just fighting rant it's just all the 10 rangers just randomly fighting battlings and that i mean they do show viper and loki fighting a little bit but not that much so it just doesn't really feel like a good yeah you rarely see like uh, olympias fighting uh Freaking uh, Damon for a while. He he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh, Chad fought him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was Chad and a Damon that went after him. It was just so weird. It was just random. I'm just like, what? Yeah, and wait, why is it the Green and Blue Ranger? Shouldn't it be Kai and Chad or Damon? Even, and- even in the oh, sense, I it didn't, yeah. it didn't mesh well. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know what the you know another thing I have a problem with. Damon okay. and uh, Damon and Kendrick showing at the end. I'm like, where the hell did they come from? <laughs> yeah, does he? What? And they have no idea what's going on. All they know is, oh, Jakita's back. Like they didn't even oh, know they, that. Leo uh, didn't even yeah. give him give him like uh, a note saying, okay, Jakita's alive. I followed her. Uh, come to Earth, please help. Something. And if you want to know how underwhelming this episode is, like, there's a scene where all of the Rangers, well, not all of them, because Kendrick's and Damon haven't appeared yet, but um. They're at the Aqua base. These rangers are here. You would think that Miss Fairweather and Captain Mitchell would be here, you know, trying to help the rangers figure something out. Because, I mean, I don't know. They're only the people that have been helping the rangers out this entire series. Are they anywhere to be seen in this episode? Nope. Mm -hmm. And all these people in the Aqua base, they're just going about their business as if there's so nothing like, important uh, about these Oh, and another thing, they didn't stop the Rangers like to bring that little girl to danger, even though full well that like, she should not be out there in the battlefield with them. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was what? Specific. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, can I join you guys in the battle? No. No. <laughs> stay yeah. here. No, stay here. They did for every other kid, so why Why is she special? Because, yeah. because oh, because she but saw she's her She's a junior and, ranger. <laughs> I would. I'm not, I, that was the one time. And I mind you, mind you, I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I can't believe I'm saying this. This was the one time Carter really irritated me. This episode, and I love Carter. I yeah. love him. I met him. He is mm-hmm. my my most favorite Ranger of all time. Yeah. I was there with him when he met Carter. It was a very heartwarming moment, dude. It was very emotional. I yeah, West, that was great. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was something with my grandma. Like, she had passed away, and I couldn't yeah. make it to PowerWolfCon. So and Nathan did a video for me featuring him, and he, you know, gave a shout-out, and I really appreciated it. And then we walk up to him, and then he recognizes my face, 
and remembers the interview I did with him, and he remembers specifically the issue with Anthony's grandma. So, like that yeah, just that just made my day. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just psyched that he remembered my face after two years, but like that's that's one memory I will never forget. Yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, I mean, as amazing as Carter is, he's not enough to save this episode. No, <laughs> um, he's not. And just a brief nitpick here too. Um, they did film their fair share of original footage for this episode. Why didn't you bring back Ryan and Mike for this episode? Because I mean, even the final battle with Trakina would have let you get away with that. Because think about it. I mean, the Max Solar Zord fights in that battle, even though it really shouldn't because it's powered by solar energy, but it's battling at night. And also and, another thing. We and in the really Sentai... Okay, you continue. And in the Sentai, Defender Torazor was in the fight. And you can actually see it if you played in slow motion. You can see Defender Torazor in the fight. Good old Power Rangers. And, so, you know, giant Zords. Yeah, what were you gonna say, uh, J Boss? I was gonna say we don't have much final Megazord fights and team ups. Nope. This was the last team up episode to feature Megazord battles. Now, yeah. I will, yeah. I will admit, seeing the Omega Megazord powered up with the lights of Orion, that was cool. Yeah, that yes. was pretty cool. That one part was pretty cool. Yeah, but that's still not enough to save this episode. No, it's not. Um, Although I will admit, I did like seeing Joel try to hit on uh, Maya. Yeah, that part. That was cool. Okay. Yeah. That is so Joel. But And that's the thing that sucks about this episode. If it had more moments of the Rangers just interacting like that, then I wouldn't mind this episode that much. Oh, but... we cannot forget oh, yeah. the infamous moment Facts. where that stupid secretary had the nerve to say, there's no such thing as monsters. Bro, I was like, okay, where were you? My <laughs> eye twitched when she said that. I was like, you can't get away no, with saying that stuff in this universe. Yeah, where were you? Where Countdown and Destruction was happening? Where were you when that happened? You are literally in a city that has demons on a regular basis. You're mean to tell me that you don't believe it? Yeah, and it's not, not even just that, but the fact And that the Power Rangers are like known figures here. I mean, it's like. Their identities aren't even secrets, so... And the whole thing with the stupid fire hydrant thing, that was dumb! All you had to do was say, Oh, let's be rest, rest, rest ranger. I'm here, we need to evacuate now. We have a, we have a, a, a yeah, demon. that made no sense. But no, they want to play hide-and-seek and go, Oh, you gotta pull the fire <laughs> alarm. Why did she have to pull the fire alarm? All <laughs> Carter had to do was pull rank and be like, Hey, listen, there might be some demons here. We need to, check, we need to, to, to evacuate this building and clear out immediately. Then pull the fire alarm. Easy. Yep. Oh, Go into your ranger form if you have to. Uh, you got anything to say about this, Riz? I'm getting irritated. I'm starting to remember why I got irritated with this episode now. It's all it, my my, yeah. my my head. I'm having a headache now. Just thinking about it. But uh, Anthony, I got a good news for you. Yeah. The next one isn't as bad. I know, and I'm kind of like ungrateful for that. The next what? Next team. Next team was bad. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so we're going to transition to this one. Um, this is a Time for Lightspeed, which is a, a team up episode between Time Force and Lightspeed Rescue. Um, now, this is a single part epi team up episode, on which 
really sucks because it probably could have been good if it was at least a two-part. It still had flaws. It's it's a little bit better than the, la- than the last team up, but not as good. I, it's a I really like this so, one. So the point of this team-up episode is that Vipra is revived. She digs herself out of a grave now. Which doesn't make sense. And, and I know what you're thinking. And actually, you know what? I'm just going to say this. If you're wondering how she was in a grave when her body was absorbed into Queen Banshira, good for you. Because we all are. So It's um, too complex for me to understand. Yeah, but... There's so much space for that. I got to do this. There's so much space for that. Oh, in the classic. It's too complex for you to understand. Yeah, so... Uh, Viper is attempting to go after this artifact known as the Solar Amulet to um, to re- resurrect this uh, super demon called Corjanon. Um and she enlists Rancic's help so that she can get it. Um, she encounters the Time Force Rangers. Well, first she encounters Eric and the Silver Guardians first, but then blows them away. Then she encounters the other Time Force Rangers, and then Carter meets up with them, just literally driving right out of nowhere. And then, yeah, like, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, uh, just, just a brief nitpick here. Uh, how did he get the rescue rover out of there? Because isn't the aqua base like completely wrecked and filled with water at this point? <laughs> like, hey, I guess he could swim now. Yeah. <laughs> so, did wait? Did any of the people who survived the aqua base destroying? Did they take the take the the? They might have rescue, rover, uh, rescue yeah. rover out. They might have. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I never thought about that. Um, but yeah, so Carter comes in. He calls up the other Lightspeed Rangers. We get a feeling of, you know, what they've been doing since uh, since the last fight, um, you know, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, they're too late to stop Viper from resurrecting the demon, but luckily um, the other Lightspeed Rangers show up. Uh, Rancic brags about how he can fight 10 Rangers, but then here comes Eric and Ryan right right out of nowhere. I mean, all 12 Rangers fight. They defeat the Super Demon, and then the Time Force Rangers give the um, Lightspeed Rangers uh, escort back to Mariner Bay. So no, the, uh, last, the last fight fight was pretty, pretty, pretty bland and pretty boring, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the morph was cool, but it was yeah. pretty... The all teaming up with was cool, but just the execution yeah. of how they ended yeah. was pretty bad. And a cool part of it. Hey guys, I'm stepping away for just like one second. I'll be right back. Keep talking. So, like, just the fact yeah. that, like, all, you have all these rangers teaming up, they're all using their battlers. Not, though the fight yeah. just ends in just a snap of your finger. It's it's over just like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah. I did like that part where they did all the finishers with the battlers, but. And another thing that really kind of irritated me about this episode was the fact that, man, Wes was getting his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was being thrown around right like a ragdoll at least three times in this episode. I counted. It was three. He got he got thrown around by by um by Rancid once, and I think twice by Viper, and it just really irritated yeah. me. Viper? You get your ass hit by Viper? And, and, Viper and of all people? Yes! Her bad acting? Oh, God. oh my God! Don't tell me. Oh, I'm back. Oh, yeah. no. oh hell no! You know, so so we were talking about how like how Wes yeah. was basically just 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 getting thrown like a rag rag doll by 
not only Rancic, but also uh, Viper. Viper. Well, here's the problem that I have with this episode. So, in the Sentai epi- in the Sentai team up episode, um, uh, Time Ranger versus Go Go Five, the villain that comes back is uh, Pierre, and that's Jinxer's counterpart. You could have brought Jinxer back for this team up episode because think about it. Jinxer was supposedly killed, supposedly, mind you. Yeah, supposedly. When, when the Ultimate went down. So you could easily have gotten away with just saying that he survived and he wants revenge on the Rangers. And he's been, he's been hiding for like a year and, you know, buying his yeah. time, getting his magic together. Like you could easily get away with that. I mean, and and they did use some from the footage because, um, uh, believe it or not, um, the suit for the Super Demon, um, that suit in the Sentai, it's actually the combined form of Jinxer's counterpart and this monster that he's using in that team up episode. So the one, one of the mutant, one of the mutants. I mean, yeah. Alien. Well, as for, they're, they're aliens in Sentai, but they're if they were if this made into the Power Rangers universe, it would have been a mutant. You know, there are a few uh, upsides to this episode. Like, I do like how we show, mm. like, the final scene showing the two teams interacting together, like trading uniforms and the Time Force Rangers. Yeah, game. that was a really good moment. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Moment. That was that was a cool touch, and I like how we get to see where the uh, where the um, Lightspeed Rangers went after they uh, after they uh, retired. Like, we can assume that Carter's still a firefighter. Um, yep. You know, Joel's a uh, Joel is uh, married to Miss Fairweather now, which is great. Um, he yeah, finally gonna, don't get uh, some, you know, get some of that action. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana's a doctor. Um, uh, Joel, I mean, uh, Chad is a uh, is a lifeguard, and Kelsey is just out doing her sports stuff. Is he with the mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> Still looking for that mermaid. Now, we don't know what Ryan is doing, though I did hear that in an original draft for this episode, they were actually going to have a second, a, a brand new aqua base that was built, and he was going to be the commander of it, um, which sucks. Cool. That sounds like it'd be really awesome. Um, yeah, that sounds right. like something Boom Studios should do on the comics. Yeah. Actually, uh, Boom Studios, if you're listening to this, make that a thing, please. Um, yeah, please. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this episode is just—it's not really good. I mean, it's completely rushed. I mean, like the the way that they defeat Viper on the Super Demon is just so pathetic. It's like, it's like so Wes, Eric, Carter, Joel, and uh, Chad all summon their battleizer arrest thing. So in the case of Eric, Joel, and Chad, it's the Mega Battles. They just fire one attack at them, and then they just vanish. Like, yeah. I did really yeah. like the attack, but it was like, oh, they're dead already? What the hell? What it was too easy. Yeah. Like, but it was yeah. too easy. They're dead already? I will, say, I, I will say that it's cool how we finally get a team of episode that shows all six Rangers from the previous team and all six Rangers from the current team fighting together. So I probably don't hate this episode that much. Like, I have a soft spot for it because there are things that I like about it. But there's it also just, it, could, it could have been better. It it, it could have been way yeah. better than what it was. Like, you got anything to say about this, Riz? Nah, y'all covered that one as well pretty well. Yeah. Um. So next up, we're moving on to uh, my favorite team up episode. Uh, I, love, I could, 
I could talk about I could talk about this episode and how awesome it is. Uh, this our, was the most. This was the most. One of the most badass team ups ever, and it was. Yeah. It was yeah. good. It was good paced. It was good paced. It it had everybody who had a role to play. Even the villains yeah. got to do stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Especially. The, this is called uh, Reinforcements from the Future. It's a team up between Law Force and Time Force. So basically the premise of this episode is that, um, so th there's these creatures, there's these three monsters that appear uh, from this portal called Mute Orgs. They come into the, they come into the future. No, 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 the present, sorry. And Wes and Eric, who still have their ranger powers and are leaders of the Silver Guardians, they find them. They find those two monsters. They cross paths with the Wall for They cross paths with the Wall Force Rangers. It turns out that these creatures are half mutant and half org, and we later find out that they're creatures that Rancid created. So all of the uh, all of the Time Force Rangers from the future have to return to the present with Rancid so that they can. Um, so that they can stop them, and just to kind of a like the reason why I love this team up episode is that while it while it doesn't do everything perfectly, it it attempts to do everything that a team up episode should do. So, first of all, you have interactions between the teams. You know, like you have this romance between Eric and Taylor who. That's just perfect because, as we all know, these two rangers are some of the most abrasive characters we've ever had to deal with. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> so you got that romance. You know, you got that scene where Eric, Taylor, uh, Max, and Danny. Um, and uh, yeah, I know. Insert the whole obligatory "Who's Danny?" joke here, but um, <laughs> but you know, all jokes aside, you got that scene where they're at the. Uh, where they're at this parking lot and Max and Danny are just being idiots. And then Eric is all, and then Eric turns to Taylor and is like, you got some weird friends. You know, you got that scene. You got the scene where the two red Rangers are just driving down the street and they're just talking, you know, you got, um, and then you and got like, like, and like, uh, what's the, you got the final scene, you know, it shows like, you know, like, you know, Danny and Katie arm wrestle, uh, you know, yeah, they just been having fun. This is everything that I wish a team up episode would do. Just showing these, because this is something that everybody wants to see whenever a crossover movie does. Like when you go to watch the Avengers, what do you want to see? You want to see Tony Stark and Captain. Wow, uh, I I can't. I still can't hear you. You're you're breaking up kind of bad again. Mm -hmm. I can hear him just fine. I can hear him fine. I don't know for my for my end. He's not. I don't know. Maybe it's my connection. Hang on. Okay, bridge connection. But um, continuing on, like, you got the, like, you always want to see these teams interact with each right, other. And that's exactly what they do. And it's just done so nice. It just shows that all these, that these, it shows the more human side to these Ranger characters. And I absolutely adore that. Like, I've never seen a team of episode do that like this. And it's just completely perfect. Um, you know, the final battle is amazing and it gives Rancic, you know, it furthers Rancic's redemption story. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, and uh, it also really fits the character arc and what he did in Time Force and what, how that ended and, and how, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it made so much sense how freaking strong Rancic was. Yeah. I would, um, I do think, uh, like, the only two complaints, and these are really just nitpicks, uh, one, Merritt kind of comes out of nowhere at the end. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he, he didn't do much yeah. to the end. I'm like, yeah. where have you been? Uh, hey, uh, yeah. nowhere, you see, quantum power, like, where do you came from? We could have used you, like, even though they were still going to get their ass kicked, regardless, yeah. when they when they were all fighting that um that quarry, when they uh, teamed up with Wes and uh, Eric. Also, Merrick as well. Yeah. Yeah, they could have used they could have used him. I mean, he wouldn't have helped much, but he still would have been there. Yeah, and only other complaint right. I have, and this is and this is you can tell that I'm just that I'm just desperately looking for stuff to hate here is that during the morphing sequence, they only play the Wild Force theme song. We don't yeah, get to do any of Time Forces. That that's kind of a okay. That that kind of sucks, but. They I think that was know. like due to, due to the transition of them going to Disney. I think what that's what it was. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes some sense then. Yeah. Um, I do love Wild Force's opening. Yeah, I mean Wild Force's theme song is great. Um, now I'm not the biggest fan of Wild Force. I really don't like Wild Force, but mm, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy Wild Force's Zanaku arc, but everything after that with the kite arc, yeah. Yes! Oh my God! And Riz, Riz can't Riz can't stand Wild Force. It's like his second least favorite season. So, yeah. But I I I adore this episode. I mean, like whenever I watch Wild Force, this is the only thing I can look forward to seeing. Well, that and what we're going to be talking about next. But okay, the two crossovers in Wild Force right stand separate from Wild Force. Because Wild Force is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no. It's not that bad, but... Why did you... No, it's pretty bad. Like, the only, uh... Have the, the main Red Ranger... Compared to Ninja Steel? His, prim- <laughs> his primary way of fighting and helping is... Putting his hand on his heart, walking into the monster saying, Hey... <laughs> I can hear you. I can't talk about that with a straight face. And the monster's like, bruh. And you don't have a brain! And you don't yeah. have a brain! Damn. And he's like, really? You can hear my stir? Do you hear my stir beating you in the face? And that like, also came from Gallery. Wow. Okay, but see. I'm, I don't like Gallery. Oh. I don't. Yeah, Guy Ranger is terrible. Like, but. Also, that entire. What do you call that thing? The arc? With the guy? And the thing? The kite arc? No, the. Uh, no. That little kid. He has like a yeah, god kite. or something. Hey, I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Um. That, that... I am forgetting the name. It's not uh, Kai. Animus? Animus? Animus, yeah. yeah. Animus, yeah. That arc was terrible. Animus arc was probably one of the worst arc in Ranger history. Yeah. But I do enjoy Wild Force's finale. The finale yeah, was okay. It's alright. Okay. Um, right. Probably because I'm a sucker for like roll calls, like suitless roll calls are my favorite. Yeah. That, okay. that suitless the suitless roll call was really good, but beyond that, Nah. Yeah. 
Um, but kind of going back to what we're talking about here, yeah, I mean, this team up episode, I mean, I love it. And I hear that, I hear that they had a really good time uh, filming it too, because um, uh, I hate to get much spoilers here, but um, I, I did, I not only met the actress who played Katie in this team up episode, but I also did an interview with her. Rizwan should have that up soon. I was there. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony filmed the thing actually. Um, you know, she's a total sweetheart and she actually gives me a hug in the interview. So <laughs> not to brag about that stuff, but um bragging. <laughs> uh, but um yeah, she 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 absolutely loved coming back for like this team up episode and like you know, I, I did an interview with the actor who played Eric, too, although that one wasn't nearly as good because I'm kind of, you know, choking a little bit because I've never done that before. But, um, yeah, he enjoyed it. So it really just shows that everybody who was working on this team-up episode was just having the funnest time doing it. Right? I'm not even going to lie to you guys. The Time, the time Force team, uh, like, cast in its whole is just, they're just all phenomenal people. I really want to meet the Time Force cast. Like, <laughs> my God, these people were like when they all come together and like did and they made Time Force, it would it received it received so well that like they yeah. were they were willing to do a sequel. They were they were all yeah, they, they were, were gonna were do a sequel. They were gonna do Time Force season two. And I I, I would have watched it. Yeah, but why from what so I recently I recently met Jason. Also, they are gonna do a Time Force movie. Yeah, what were you oh, saying? Yeah. Oh, Tony, let Rivers speak. So I recently met Jason Font and Aaron Cahill at New Orleans Comic Con, or Wizard World, or whatever you want to call that con. And I gotta say, guys, like, Aaron Cahill is quite possibly the most human human you could ever meet. Absolutely. She's such a great actress, too. A really good friend of mine uh, saying he hurt his leg right before to convince him. And we're going to go down there together, meet Aaron Cahill, meet Jason Fawn, hang out, and all that stuff. And, well, he he hurt his leg pretty bad. He couldn't walk for like a week or two. So I went with some other people. And while I'm down there, he texts me like, hey, so I know this is going to be probably a bit of a pain in the ass, but could you grab me her autograph? And... I was like, yeah, I got you covered. I went oh, back, and Aaron's like, you're back from Wall already? I'm like, yeah. My buddy <laughs> hurt his leg pretty bad. He can't be here. And she literally was, like, tearing up, hearing about this. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so adorable. And she literally came around her table again for, like, a second hug and gave me, like, the biggest hug in the world and said, you're a really good friend for, like, you know, taking care of your friend and... Yeah. All that stuff. Like she was so like supportive and like even after like we're talking for a few minutes and like before I left, she like took my hand, like squeezed the car, said thank you for being a great friend for your friend. I was like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. I but- sorta of had a similar experience with um Corona's actress, but even though like, my friend like my friend and my cousin didn't meet Melody? Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, you met Melody. No, I mean like but I was I, but I met her for my class. No, 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 no. You, you, you met Melody Perkins. Uh, Riz, I mentioned that earlier in this video, dude. <laughs> yes, but I'm just not keying into the fact that Anthony met her. And yes. I'm, I'm extremely jealous right now and envious. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it is. I'm no, just... but, 
Now I can testify to what Riz said because um, Aaron K. Hill, you know, I had a really nice conversation with her too. She called me one of the sweetest guys she's ever met. Um, yeah. She get it was either her or Tracy Lynn Cruz that gave me a kiss on the cheek, but uh, wait, who? Uh, either her actress or Ashley's actress, because. Mm. I mean, I don't know. That's my natural charm, I guess you could say. But you know, um, I also hung out with Jason Font and his uh, girlfriend Angela for like a good twenty minutes, just shooting the crap about life and everything in between. And they're really down to earth people. Like Jason, like Jason was so interested in like what I was saying. And whenever I was leaving, he's like, "Hey, just keep doing what you're doing in school." We're uh we're already looking looking forward to getting your degree and getting out of there. Like he remembered everything I told him. He wasn't like just nodding along because he had to. He genuinely cared. Yeah. <laughs> He's a really good guy. <clears throat> yeah. You know, but uh, to, to kind of use Jen as a way to like get back on that topic, uh, that outfit that Jen is wearing in this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so bad outfit in a good way. Ooh. Yeah, like she came out that way, like, badass with her sword and shit. Like, dang. all yeah. these, all these little kids would just have their mouths. I'm dropped, just gonna like, say this: uh, if I worked, like, if I worked at Time Force, and some guy said, like, "Hey, uh, so Officer Desa, um, you know, what can we do to make this uh, organization better?" And I'm like, send Jen on more special assignments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, now you see Jen and Beast Morphers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they want to come back real badly. Yeah, but um, if the actors want to come back, that is, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've kind of spent a little bit of uh, extra time on this episode. Not that that's a big deal because this episode is just amazing. But um, we're gonna move on to the next team of episode of Wild Force, which couldn't have come at a better time because, as these people said, um, after the uh, Time Force team of episode, there was a really, really really terrible arc with the animus story arc. And then right after that, we get this episode, uh, which was a huge breath of fresh air. Thank God. Um, so this episode is called forever red. Now this team up episode is also a way to represent the 10th anniversary of power Rangers. So it's really special. So in this episode, uh, there's a bunch of, uh, Big bad Beetleborgs. Oh wait, no, no, no. Sorry, uh, Machine Empire generals <laughs> who are. Sorry, I had to make that joke. Well, both, um, both are both are very uh, accurate answers. So yeah, this team up. So, so they're on the moon. Oh, they're attempting to dig oh. up Serpentera, and if you're wondering where Serpentera, why Serpentera, that's Lord Zed Sword, by the way, is on the moon. We'll get to that in a second, but. They're attempting to dig up Serpentera so that they can use it to attack Earth and destroy it. Um, and um, and in order to combat it, um, Tommy, who apparently now owns a club, at least in this episode, um, starts recruiting the Red Rangers um, together to fight uh, – to fight it off. So Cole gets recruited by Carter. Then they go to Minnesota spaceport where they meet uh, TJ Wes, um, where they meet TJ Wes, Eric, Andros, Tommy, who's making his first appearance since uh, leaving in turbo, by the way. So that's, well, that was a pretty yeah. big deal here. Yeah. Um, and then Jason comes in 
Then they go to the moon and they meet up with Leo and Oracle, and then they fight off the, the and then they fight off the uh, Machine Empire generals and stop them from. Uh, well, getting- they had a really cool fight sequence yeah. before yeah. meet up with Oracle and yeah. Leo on Morphe yeah. Bajan. Yeah, now, okay. this team up is legendary. Yep. Yes, like, like this is arguably I mean, one of the best team ups. Yeah, so I mean, th- just the way that, like, I mean, now this this is the shortest, uh, um, like, this is obviously a single parter episode, and it's a really sad story when you listen to like the um, listen to the. Uh, to the production behind this and how like the people who were writing this team up episode really wanted to create something special that the fans deserved, but Disney being Disney just completely held them back. Um, Especially what happened at the end of the team up. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to really go into much detail, um, but yeah, I mean, it it was originally supposed to be a um, a two-parter episode, but but they had to cut it down to a single episode uh and they unfortunately went over budget so they had to uh so so they had so bandai of america had to completely bail them out and in exchange for that they had to advertise a new toy which resulted in cole battling serpentera on his new motorcycle that he got at the end of the previous episode yeah um in a really horrible cgi battle (laughs) Um, yeah, not only like, that, oh, but, uh, Ser- Serpentera has apparently shrunken down in size since then yeah, too. Oh look, this bike can defeat Serpentera. What? What? How? Yeah, <laughs> and, but even though it does kind of you know rush things a little bit, like yeah, I still give it credit for simply the fact that there was effort put into it, and that the people who wanted this ep- who were making this episode wanted to make something good. Also, that roll call is one of the best roll calls in Power Rangers history. Yep. They messed it up. How? Uh, Leo said uh, Go Galactic twice and said saying Galaxy Ranger Red or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty... That was kind of silly and... uh, and why does Wes simply say Time Force instead of saying Red Time Force Ranger? Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like the the later seasons just didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, now there uh, there there's some uh, interesting things to know about this. Episode. There were originally supposed to be at least two other veteran Rangers to appear. Uh, they were going to have Rocky appear in this episode. Now he wasn't going to be a Ranger, but. They were going to have him be like Tommy's butler during the club scene. Uh, and they were going to imply that he still had his blue Zeo powers because they were going to have him wear his Zeonizers in the scene. Cat um, was supposed to appear in the episode as Tommy's wife, and she picks him up at the uh, Nasada spaceport at the very end of the episode, which I wish they kept that scene in there. Um, uh, they do get some past actors to appear here, like uh, the guy who played Kai, Archie Cow, voices the main villain here, General Vengex. Um, Zach's actor, Walter Jones, voices another one of the Machine Empire generals. And same with Cat's actress. Like, like Zach's actor voices the green one that gets destroyed by Tommy and West. And 
cats, actress voices, that one that Eric and Orico destroy, I think. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, pretty interesting. I mean, it's it's cool to see that scene where, you know, they're interacting um, together. Like, like, you know, this is a fun fact. I don't know if anybody knows this, but, like, that scene where they're interacting and they're bragging about their achievements, that wasn't scripted. That was just them coming up with random yeah. stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. And that amazing line where, where TJ said, yeah, guys, remember the time I... Uh... <laughs> I got big pizza, and I'm like, man. <laughs> no, and that scene where, uh, like, Andrew said, like, you know, Andrew said, "Hey, I saved two worlds." Well, originally he said, "Hey, I destroyed Zordon." What about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that would have yeah, pissed off a lot of fans. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I don't like, and this is, I mean, this was kind of explained a little bit uh, in, like, um some more uh you know original scripts but they kind of made jason look a little bit more like an anti-hero here because he's kind of looking down upon cole and you know he kind of comes off as a little cocky which yeah, isn't really like, his what's up, he's like what's up rookie <laughs> yeah he what's doesn't up? shake cole's hand he just pats him on the shoulder like, um all right you did good rookie I'm like, okay <laughs> and not only that but like he says like like I originally read, like he said, like he says, like came back rookie. Let me show you how it's done. I read in that the original script, he was he said, came back rookie, and let me show you why the first guy is always the best. So hmm. now, granted, I agree with him on that quote, but still, hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, it's just a pity how, like. W- we're like 17 years after this episode originally aired and this is still like for the longest time this was the only good anniversary special that we got yep yeah like it's just really a tragedy i mean and and I, I, was yeah yeah like what do you think you got anything to say riz um i personally love this episode quite a bit but there are a lot of faults i have with it as well like this Things I wish were done better that weren't. Um, mainly the roll call. I really regret how you handled it. The roll call could have been done a lot better, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I also think that, like all the other good crossovers, like the danger in this one, it was far too short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I do like the random use of Beetleborg suits, though, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite hilarious. Right. Yeah. And, and that um, kind of uh, does um, briefly remind me, like, uh, in case you're wondering why um, why uh, Serpentera is on the moon, uh, that's because one of the writers for this, for this episode was actually a fan at one point, <laughs> and he wrote his own fan fiction where Serpent... It, it was pretty much fan fiction. Uh, where Serpentera somehow ended up in the moons, and he considered that canon. So, it, it's a it's a really complicated story. Like Google something like Scorpion Rain, I think, and you can get the whole story. Yeah. Why? But yeah, it's a good episode. I mean, 
personally, I would have loved to see their original final battle against uh, Serpentera, which was going to include them. Uh, I think they were going to use like the Red Dragon Thunder Zord, uh, the Red Shogun Zord, Red Battle Zord, uh, TJ's Rescue Zord in High Stance Mode, uh, the Astro Mega Zord. Uh, I don't know what Leo was going to use. Oh, uh, he's a uh, Galactic Beast. Yeah, and then. They said they were going to use the Lightspeed Solar Zord, but I don't know how Carter can control that whole thing by himself. Well, actually, no, he did in one episode. Yeah. Um, and then I guess Wes and Eric were just going to share the Q-Rex. I mean, yeah, Might but well. that, that would have been a much more epic final battle. But Yeah. yeah thanks a lot, Dizzy. It is what it is. Yeah. So after that, uh, we didn't get a team up in Ninja Storm. Um, probably because, well, I mean, Disney was keeping a much bigger eye on the budget. Plus, I mean, the show only got moved to New Zealand in production. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe it could have been good. Maybe it couldn't. I don't know. I mean, why one can only think, but, um, so next up, we're going to move on to, what I would call the third best team up episode in Power Rangers. It's called Thunder. Oh, my my favorite team up. Yeah. Um. So in this episode, this team's up. Um. Thunderstorm. Um. Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm. And in this episode, uh, what happens is that um, due to construction and uh, reefside weakening the ground, uh, the Abyss of Evil, Lothor and his forces escape. And he disguises himself as Kanoi and gives uh, Tori, Shane, and Dustin, the three former Wind Rangers, new morphers that completely turns them evil. Like they they get put under his control. Uh, he he captures all of the ninja students and forces Mara and Capri to rejoin him. Yep. And um, yeah, the, he uses <laughs> the Wind Rangers to uh, to wage war on Reefside. The three Dino Rangers have to fight him off, and while all this is happening, Cam and the Thunder Rangers are, you know, Cam and the Thunder Rangers have to go into the Abyss of Evil so that they can retrieve Cam's Morpher that still has their powers inside of it. They free the Wind Rangers, and then they all combine forces to um to stop the combined forces of Mezagog and Lothor. Now, there's a there's a lot to like about this episode, and and I would imagine that the first major thing you can see is that this is the first team up. Now, admittedly, one team is under mind control, but this is the first time that two Ranger teams have come to blows with each other. And yes, one team is under mind control, but that's still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a really cool fight. Yeah. Um, my only complaint with that, though, is that, and this is something that Linkara really puts out, I think they should have had it so that maybe Connor, Kira, and Ethan were the ones that saved Shane, uh, Tori, and Dustin, because Cam and the Thunder Rangers saving them kind of makes the other two Rangers look, kind of makes the Dino Rangers look a little weaker, if you know what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, I no, yeah, and that's that's a minor nitpick. I mean, but I enjoy, you know, I still enjoy it for what it is. Um, oh, so this episode has my favorite team up, Broco. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 
That's pretty epic. Um, yeah, I liked it. You what? And the I like one I like about this one is that how they each say it, like Ninja Storm, Thunderstorm, and then Trent just knocked on the power up. Thunderstorm Major Form, everything about it is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because in future team ups, Trent just says Dino Power, Power Up. Mm hmm. Not, yeah. You know, somebody pointed this out to me. This team up episode is actually the biggest gathering of former evil Power Rangers. Because let's think about it. Tommy was evil when he first became the Green Ranger. Um, well, actually, no. Tommy, the Thunder Rangers, and Trent were all evil when they first became Rangers. Um, uh, Tori, Shane, and Justin were literally evil in this episode. And uh, Kira, and Kira was evil in that one episode. Dinosaur monster put her under mind control for like two minutes. So only Connor, Ethan, and Cam. Though even then, Cam was evil in that one episode where uh, where Tori got beamed to like some parallel dimension where the Rangers were evil. So yeah, only Connor and Ethan have never been evil in this team up. Yep. So so yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, and, and one other thing that's cool is that uh, I mean. I hate Lothor, so I like seeing Mezagog kick his kick his butt at the end. Oh of the my <laughs> god, yes, that was uh, a of fresh air. I like Ninja Storm as a fun Ninja Storm for me was like a fun chill season. I don't mind. Yeah, Lothor. I love Ninja Storm, Lothor, but Lothor, Lothor was kind of mad. I just don't but like Lothor, Lothor, that's all. Yeah, Lothor was kind of mad though. But he was pretty smart though. That's all I that's all credit my like, And of course there's also yeah. this one other cool scene Mezugog, where like, the better villain did be his ass. Yep. Yeah. And there's also this one other cool scene where uh, they get Mara, one of Lothor's nieces, and Cassidy, uh, and they both pass by each other and be like, "Oh my god, that like, oh my god, that girl was like so totally beautiful, but I am so much more prettier." And that's, that's funny because awesome. they're both yeah, played by the same actress. Same actress. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, um, wonderful. Yeah, just. Um, yeah, I really can't think of anything else uh, to say about this episode. I mean, it's great. Um, it's just a really fun time to get them all together and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the interactions are great. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite for a reason. I love this one. Although, um, I do... Uh, actually, no, never mind, never mind. I, I was thinking about something else. Sorry about that. Um, I do... Uh, yeah, I mean, my only real complaint is that maybe you could have had Connor, Kira, and Ethan save the Wind Rangers, but you know what? I mean, I can look past that. I mean, that's still pretty cool. Um, so yeah, we got a few more, but uh, the, like after this next season, uh, Power Rangers SPD, that's kind of where the team up episodes become a little bit more like rare. Um, so we're going to move on to Power Rangers SPD, which actually featured two team-up episodes. Um, the first yeah, one is, good ones. is called History. Um, it's a one episode. Um, so in this episode, uh, Connor, Kieran, Ethan, uh, and this takes place in like, uh, in like 2005, the present year that SPD was airing. Um, those three Rangers are, you know, at their high school reunion, but then they get brought to the future uh, by Broodwing, who wants to use them for his evil deeds. They refuse. They meet up with the SPD Rangers, and they help the SPD Rangers fight off some Crybot forces, which, yeah, it's 
I mean, yeah, that, it's a pretty plain episode. Um, and yeah, I mean, th this episode is just kind of there for me. Like, I mean, I, 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 enjoyed I, this episode. I, it. I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was plain. I liked it. Yeah, I, like I mean, I don't, I don't mind. Like, here's the thing. I don't hate it. Like, it has a great final battle. I, I like that final battle. Is this the one where they say, no one gets inside? No, that's not. No, that's, no that's, one that's, gets that's the next inside. One. We're going to get to that in a second. But, <clears throat> yeah, this episode to me is just kind of there. Um, I mean, now, I do like how it does show, go on to show, like, what Connor, Ethan, and Kira go on to do in the future. Like, apparently Connor has, like, a worldwide soccer program. Ethan's developed technology that even SPD uses. And uh, Kira is apparently a world pop star. I mean, that though, that's pretty cool commentary, and I like that. But yeah. Um, but I didn't also like, didn't like the fact that the SPD Rangers, SPD Rangers were being dicks to the Diamond Club Rangers. I'm like, do y'all know who y'all talking to right now? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I, they kind of don't. I mean, you would think they would look up on history like, hey, these guys were Diamond Club Rangers and like, you know. I mean, Cap, Cap brought them up in the history. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how often does that really matter to them, though? I mean, I think it would at I'll least... Need to, I'll need you to defend these guys, okay? <laughs> I mean, I think it would at least matter to Sky, because, I mean, Sky seems like that kind of that would read up on that stuff, or at least Bridge, I mean... I mean, he think he'd be at least yeah. excited, excited to see Connor, because he, he, you know, he he's a Red Ranger, and he wants to be a Red Ranger, so... Yeah. Nostalgia? I don't know. It's, it just... It just weirded me out that they would just treat him, like, so... Like, not too bad, but just kind of just kind of brush him off, like, oh... Uh, then when they as soon as but oh we can't talk about it yet because that's the next step, that's the next uh, team up. But yeah, uh, I don't hate I don't yeah. hate this episode. I just I mean to me it's just kind of there. Like I mean you like what do you think, Riz and uh, J Boss? Um, of the first one, go ahead, J Boss, you can go first. <coughs> oh, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was all right for how the team up was, and I really enjoyed Kira, Ethan, and. Connor coming back because Donald Thunder is like in my top five, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was a really like decent team up. Yeah, that's uh, my. What were you gonna say, Riz? Um, I liked it. Again, I like the entire like time travel deal and going back in time and getting help, quote unquote. Well, they don't go back in time in this one. We're about to get to that one, but uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that kind of um. <laughs> Helps us go on to the second team up between Dino Thunder and SPD. Uh, now, um, weird thing about this episode was that this episode didn't air originally with the SPD lineup. Like, it was um, it was originally released as part of like a never before seen or released um, episode on like the last DVD release for SPD, um, and then it finally aired on TV like. I think like a week or two before Mystic Force was getting ready to air. Um, so that's kind of interesting. But this episode is called Wormhole. And once again, it's the SPD Rangers and Dino Thunder Rangers. So this time we have all seven SPD Rangers and all five Dino Rangers. Um, and in this episode, um, Grum decides that he wants to take go. Grum decides to go back in time to conquer Earth there, 
following Rancic's school of um, villainous tactics. Uh, uh, Jack, Sid, and Bridge chase him there in order to fight him off. And this is, and keep in mind, the, the time that he attacked, that he goes back in time, 2004, uh, where the Dino Rangers are still active and Mezagog is still about, because Zeltrax appears in this episode. Um, and the Dino Rangers team up with those Rangers, but eventually the other four, the other, uh, four SPD Rangers come and they fight off Mezagog's forces. Grum realizes that he has a lot to accomplish, so he just stops to go back to 2025. Everyone's memories is, are erased except Tommy and Sam's, and we'll get to Tommy because there's a pretty touchy subject about Tommy in this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's not there. And here, and then everything just carries on. Um, so, yeah, um, we should address the elephant in the room here first. Uh, Tommy only appears morphed in this episode. Um, yeah. Uh, some could probably say, like, maybe this came, took place around the same time that uh, he was stuck in his ranger form. Yeah. But you can't, yeah. But you can't, but you can't use that argument, though, because... Connor uses his battleizer in this episode, and Connor's battleizer debuted immediately after Tommy was freed from his ranger form. So, yeah, it was like a weird temporal like shift in time because they went through a wormhole. Maybe things on that in that Dino Thunder universe part yeah. or happened like differently. Yeah. Okay. Probably. I never thought of that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, you can probably just get away with that argument. Apparently, I'm just fixing whatever the the mess that they made in that episode. That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Um, Jason David Frank was apparently not contacted to be in this episode because, um, <laughs> I mean, which is funny because if, you know that if Saban did this, he would his first immediate thing would be David Frank. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is David Frank? Yes. Hello, Jason. Yeah, like, Can you come, please? <laughs> like, apparently, they didn't want to pay for Jason David Frank to come back to New Zealand, um, which just completely sucks. And uh, the guy that they got to voice Tommy was the actor who played Trent. Us. Make also around Dino Thunder's airing, I think he had kids. Tommy, I mean, yeah, GD. yeah. That's why he left to go back because he had to go take care of his kids and family yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he was gone for like four months or something. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, there's some cool moments. Like, obviously, I'd like to see teams fight, and this is also a fun fact here. Uh, this is the only Disney-era team-up episode where the final battle isn't in a quarry. It's actually in a field, which... Right, yeah. Um, the famous line, no one gets inside. Oh, my God, that's stupid. <laughs> that was so hilarious. And then, they all, and then they all split up, and I'm just like, yeah, what, what was the point of that? What was the point of the kid? They'll get, they'll get the side thing. Yeah. They're just going to split up anyway. Yeah. Um, and this is the... Yeah, and, uh, I mean, yeah there's... Uh, and, and here's another question. They have to erase everyone's memories here. Okay, I understand that they erased... Uh, that they erase the memories of Connor, Ethan, and Kieran in the previous episode. Why do they have to erase the memories of all the Rangers here, though, if they didn't erase the memories of the Rangers in the previous episode? That makes no sense to me. Um, 
Wait, but wasn't that the wasn't that in the Doctor Rangers the future? So oh, yeah. they got they got a, they got the memories erased twice. Yeah. Men in black stuff. That was that's weird. Yeah. Like um, yeah. You, oh, would so that, that you would think you would think something, you know, would have, you know, been wrong with him. And what about Tommy? I mean, we didn't see him get his memory erased. Nope. Yeah. And it's also funny how like you know, there's like this brief scene that acknowledges Tommy's life, which kind of goes back to what Anthony was talking about with shouldn't they know who the Dino Rangers are? Jack specifically says in this episode, oh, hey, it's the Black Ranger. I've read all about him. Exactly. Yeah. They treated him. They were like, oh, it's Tommy. He's the badass. Like, but then when the other <laughs> the Rangers come in, they're like, oh, dinosaurs. Ugh. Like, what? <laughs> and, and one yeah. other complaint I have here is um, we don't get a full morph with all the rangers no. like the team up morph is the five yeah. dino rangers and just jack no Ridge four the four dino right no the four dino right dino the rangers oh yeah 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 that's right yeah so the main three dino rangers plus trent and then just bridge uh jack z. and z like and then the other four spd rangers just show up randomly already morphed yeah yeah also this yeah. this is another thing well, instead of Trent saying White Ranger Dino Power, he just says Dino Thunder Power Up. I think he well, did I think I go for time and that. I think he did that in a Dino Thunder episode too, though. Like, yeah, there it was, a, it was a couple errors when he did that, uh, but it, yeah, it, it did happen though. Yeah. Also, fun fact: this episode counts as the final episode according to Netflix. Wait, what'd you say? Yeah. Like on Netflix, it says it's the final episode. Oh yeah, because it aired like you know sometime. It aired after, way after. You know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean this episode is just mad to me. It's all right. I mean, it's cool, but whatever. I mean, this was a, this was an all right team up, but like, yeah. but like, it's, but this is this is the episode I want to say this is a mad episode, and the last episode was actually pretty good. Okay, so with this episode, the Long time uh, team up episode streak is finally snapped. Um, snapped. We don't get a team up episode between SPD and Mystic Force, unless you count this uh, blinking illicit cameo that Piggy makes in this one episode of Mystic Force. We don't count that. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ever. Um, but then we move on to Operation Overdrive, which, as most people know, is the least favorite season of me, Riz, and Anthony. Yes. Yeah. Um, I could go on a um, tangent about how bad that show is, like, yeah. for I, almost three hours. It's uh, that bad. I, I think Ninjas 2 is worse, but that's just me. Uh, I, 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 I'll get to that, too. That, that, that they're also, it's also that's acceptable, bad. but okay, so... Operation Overdrive, you know, much like it's Sentai, anniversary season, 15th anniversary special. So thus we have a uh, once only. Um, now this is a two-part episode. Um, it's the only anniversary special that's a two-parter episode now that I remember. Um, there's uh, So basically what happens is um, here in this episode, um, we get this villain named Thrax. Who literally just pops up out of nowhere on the moon, like saying, "After all these years, I'm free, uh, dude." It's after ten thousand years, I'm free. Get it right, dude. Um, <laughs> Man, he doesn't remember mommy and daddy anymore, right? 
Yeah, um, he assembles all of the villain factions of the Overdrive. Uh, so that's Flurious, Moltor, Candor's forces, and the Fear Cats. The Fear Cats were the only only villains I actually liked in that show, sadly. Yeah, and he pretty much assembles them all together so that they can get rid of powers. Um, now Thrax is also the uh, son of Rita and Zed, or at least he claims to be. I don't think he is. Um, and, and there's some kind of continuity problem with him there too, and we'll talk about that in a second. But so what happens is that um, Thrax assembles the villains um, They, through reasons that are never explained well, cut the Overdrive Rangers off from the Mortal Grid, which you know, which renders them powerless. So in order to keep the Rangers safe, the Sentinel Knight recruits um, five veteran Rangers, which includes uh, Adam with his Black Mighty Morphin powers, uh, Tori, Blue Wind Ranger, Kira, the Yellow Dino Ranger, uh, Bridge, who's the Red SPD Ranger, and we'll talk about why he's there and not Jack or Sky in a sec in a little while. Um, and then Xander, uh, Anthony, Xander. Plan Xander. Anthony's best friend. And I mean that literally yes. interview with the man. Um, Xander. Yeah. My name's um, Xander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, remember, guys, Plan Xander always slash never works. Right. <laughs> never. No, but um, so, yeah, they, they get brought together to um, defend the jewels of the Corona Aurora and defend the city since the Overdrive Rangers don't have their powers anymore. Um, while they're fighting this evil alliance, the Overdrive Rangers begin to feel useless. And, um, because they, they are useless. Be because they are useless. Yeah, oh, they sorry. are. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, 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 no. That, no, that was perfectly acceptable that time. Um, <laughs> Plan I know, I did it on purpose. No, no, but, uh, yeah, so they quit because, they, because they're pissed off that they're not getting all the glory. And for the record, all the people saying that they feel like they're useless there's a shot where Ronnie is holding a newspaper showing the ranger saving the day, and she's clearly frustrated. So, yeah, they're pissed off that they're not the ones getting all the glory this time. Exactly. So do not try to challenge me on that. Um, so then, you know, Thr Thrax tries to go after this sword because now, because we need to because we need to clumsily debut the Zubon character from Bokinger in some way. And they get the sword. Uh, the veteran rangers get Alpha 6 back, which makes absolutely no sense because he's supposed to be on Marinoi. He fixes the morphing grid. The overdrive rangers get their powers back, and then they fight off the evil alliance, and then everybody goes home. And everybody here is disappointed because we just got a really bad anniversary special. So uh, the only thing good about the about, about it was the the fact that Better just came back. That was about it. Nothing else. I uh, like this episode. I think this is a good <laughs> thing, to be honest. I like this one. Okay, well here's where we're gonna get into a debate, and it's okay. Yeah, it's perfectly fine that you don't yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, we don't game. we don't really have that many team up left, so so it's yeah, okay yeah. for us to kind of you know we can get. Kind of a little bit on this one, but yeah, and it kind of does feel in that gap of them not having team ups, but that it's broken again after the season. So here's the problem. Okay, so first of all, there are several continuities with this episode. Thrax is the son of Rita and Zed, but he was also imprisoned by the Sentinel Knight one thousand years ago. 
So how can he be Rita and Zed's son when those two weren't married until recent history in Power Rangers? Exactly. Unless Lord Zed somehow broke into her space dumpster at one point, knocked up Rita without her knowing. <laughs> that sounds horrible, and I don't want it to be canon. Yeah. Hey, real. Hey. Yeah, but so that's Let one. Let me show you my staff, Rita. <laughs> Yeah, like, so that's one problem. Um, two, uh, the Sentinel Knight, if he can restore the powers of these veteran rangers, uh, dude, why didn't you just restore the Overdrive Rangers' powers? And another thing, because they're worthless, guys. And another thing, if the villains could do that whole, like, oh, let's use our powers to mess up their morphing grid. Why did they do it again for these rangers? Well, no, no, no. They explained that in that episode because Hartford reinforces the morphing grid. Ah, He's okay, okay. They saved, they, they did save that. Okay. So that, you, you yeah, but even though that right. creates the plot hole, though, because you can reinforce the morphing grid, but you fix it? Yeah, see? Um, so there's <laughs> that. Why is Alpha in Angel Grove when he should have been on Marinoi? So there's that. Yep. Um, here's a minor nitpick. Uh, why is Tori wearing her, uh, her the Wind Ranger suit that she wore throughout Ninja Storm when she should be wearing her Sensei's uniform that she was wearing in Thunderstorm? That's a minor nitpick, but that's what I'm doing here. Um, maybe that was her favorite outfit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe she maybe she like kind of retired from being a master. I guess maybe. Yeah. Um, that would explain another stupid thing that happens in Ninja Steel. When I get to that okay, so there's that problem. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, uh, Thrax could easily have killed the Overdrive Ranger, leaving, failing to Celsius, but he just yeah. teleports away. Um, and, uh, okay, so that, that's another major plot hole. Um, how does Xander know how to pilot when he was? I mean, I can understand <laughs> Adam. I can understand Adam, Tori, and Kira, and Bridge being able to pilot swords, but Xander always. So, so to cut you off, we're gonna say one thing about Adam. The that part where he morphs and the music that plays in the background is pretty rocking. I oh, do yeah, agree. I do agree with that. Yeah. So there's that problem, but here's also the main problem with this. This shows how this okay. The problem with this is that it shows that the veteran rangers are definitely better than the overdrive rangers. Because here's the thing the overdrive rangers, when all these villains unite together, they get their butts handed to them and they need the help of these veterans just to fight them off. Which really just begs the question like, why didn't these villain fraction factions just unite again one more time to destroy them? I mean, sure, you don't have Thrax because they didn't get along, beat them easily. It, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do agree. Even though the it, the clear answer is they just didn't get along with each other, but like at the yeah, same but, time, they were still arguing even with Thrax there. Yeah. So and also, why does the Sentinel Knight destroy Thrax and not the combined forces of the Rangers? Exactly. It just makes yeah. that like Adam was doing good. Like you could have had like Adam and all the rest of the Rangers like shoot their you know energy blasts at a uh, Thrax, and then that could be like the like the big you know yeah. battle against Thrax. But no, he just um, dies. And since I'm using a minor nitpick here, uh, during like that final, um, Adam assists Mac with wielding the drill blaster, and it's like, 
dude, why didn't you use your drill, your blade blaster or your power axe in blaster mode? <laughs> I mean, okay, I know that that's a minor nitpick. I'm sorry, but but yeah. So so obviously there's some continuity this episode, but like I said, there's a lot of continuity. Thing. But the biggest problem here is that it makes the Overdrive Rangers look like jerks because they give up when they lose their powers. And I mean, I, and I, and I know that they didn't have they had civilian powers. I, I can agree on that part about the Overdrive Rangers, but everything else, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if you can look past that and you know enjoy the Veteran Rangers coming back then I, I i can understand that because the veteran rangers are the best part about this team up episode exactly yeah um, kira's gray xander is probably the best part about mega four about mystic force yeah tory is awesome um but yeah i mean we've Bridge is awesome and rants about how about how horribly unlikable the overdrive rangers are so we're i mean talking I about understand that Oh, yeah. of course. So we're not going to talk about that. Especially, shut up, Dex. This is right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned Bridge because if you're for those of you who are wondering, like, why Bridge is here instead? <laughs> so, um, originally, they wanted to get Jack, but um, his actor pulled out when he found out that Kira was going to be in the episode because he and dating. Yeah, Brandon J. Mc. Lauren, however you pronounce his name. He said, his, he said his name right. Yeah. And Emma LaHanna, who played Kira, they were dating at one point, but they had just broken up, and he didn't want That's to return. That's why Jack didn't come back. Um, and for some reason, they didn't uh, contact Chris Violette, who played Sky. Um, and, that that kind of irritated me a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, really, and, and in case like, you're wondering how I know that, um, and this is another interview that Riz will have up at some point. I interviewed Chris Violette, and he told me that straight from the face. Sky's like one of my favorite Rangers. Yeah. And Anthony, Anthony filmed that, so yep. he saw it too. I'm so, a witness. Yeah, so he said that straight to both my face and Anthony's face, So, which makes no sense. I mean, I mean, hey, Sky's the Shadow Ranger then by that law. But, I mean, though, does that mean that the suit no longer comes with those dog ears? But... Yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't know. No, but the point is, I mean, this, I, now I would say that the bar was low for this because I've seen Bokeh Super Sentai, and as much as I, I, I love still, I really like Bokinger. I'm not a fan of Bokinger versus Super Sentai. I think that that team up episode was just meh. Really? Like, really? You don't like that one? I, I don't hate it. I just I like it. I liked it. I, I like it. I like that one. Actually. I mean, compared to this, I mean, compared to this episode, it's amazing. But, but like, I, I just don't like how the veteran rangers just have problems getting along when it's like, haven't you? Haven't your teams all kind of done crossovers together with each other at certain points? It's like, so yeah, that just I I don't know. That's a conversation for another subject. Um, yeah, point is, once a ranger is just not good, and we've already taught and. Anthony Riz and I have talked uh, both on this channel and in um, way and too many channels. Yeah. I talked to on just how much we don't like this episode. So yeah, I mean we're just beating a dead horse if we keep on talking about this. Um, like, mind you, we don't hate the veteran mm -hmm. Rangers at all. We just we just, oh, we just like, how, how, how the Overdrive Rangers were just being a bunch of quitters. It's just it just really irritated us. We just didn't mm -hmm. like the quitting. 
That's interesting. Yeah, and if you want a really good way of how this episode is critiqued, go and look at Linkara's video and how he shows like a montage of clips of Rangers refusing to give up. And that alone just shows how bad that, you know, like the whole like, you know, Tommy saying, like, I don't care, I'm a Power Ranger till the end. I didn't, uh, I didn't watch most of Linkara's reviews. I mean, I've seen Disney Brain's reviews in Japan animes and Orange yeah. Ranger, but yeah, other than that. I've seen them all, like Japan and yeah. the, uh... the only Linkara review I think I saw was the Samurai one because I love that one. Yeah, I oh, that, that, was good, that was good, that was a, that was a good one. I like I like the Samurai review. I hate Samurai because you know Shinkenji is my favorite Sentai. Dude, me too. Yeah, and I'm glad you guys mentioned Samurai because now on to the next team up episode. Uh, <laughs> just before we oh, talk Lord. about that, here we go. So, okay, so first off, Jungle Fury didn't feature the team up episode, nor did it even mention no connections. RPM, because it takes place in a different dimension, as revealed by the episode that we're about to talk about, uh, doesn't have a team up episode, though it does have a, though it does show Jungle Karma Pizza, though obviously a different one, in a, in a brief episode. You guys remember it's the one talking about Ziggy's past where Fresno Bob's ripping that place off. Yeah. Um, and then it also had a, it also showed an Operation Overdrive helmet in the wreckage of the place that Dr. K used to work at. Good. Um, but no team up episode. <laughs> no, what is That's where that helmet should be in lying in dust. Yeah. That's because they're, because they're dust. <laughs> no, I just like how Anthony said that. So, so next up, we move on to uh, Power Rangers, which gives us a team-up episode. And you guys can't see me, but I'm putting huge air quotes over Quotations, team up yeah. Over team-up. Uh, this is a team-up between the Samurai Rangers and the RPM Rangers. No, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. The Samurai Rangers and the Red RPM Ranger. Okay, now only comes for voices only. Yeah. Now, okay. Now you can probably already see the problem with this without me even having to give the plot, but let me just give the a basic plot. So this uh monster called Professor Cog um arrives in the main Power Rangers universe from the RPM Rangers dimension. He's apparently he wants some water from the Sansu River to power this machine that Ooh, ooh. How would how would he know that? Yeah, um, Scott um, follows him there and meets up with the Samurai Rangers, but um, Professor Cog traps all the Samurai Rangers except Jaden in the RPM Rangers dimension, which means that these two Red Rangers now have to, you know, come together to stop Professor Cog. And then there's also this side plot with a with a Nylock monster named. General gut because they had to somehow throw in that um that uh you know th th this was basically both an adaptation of Shinkinger versus Go Watcher and the Shinkinger movie that uh, debuts the uh, hyper what, this whatever thing butchered both and it really irritates yeah. me. What, was it was Shark Attack mode called Hyper Mode in Shinkinger? Uh, Hyper Shinken. Hyper Shinken. Hyper Shinken, Shinken yeah. Red. Yeah. Yeah, and then the I think it was called the Kyoryu Origami. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. 
yeah, they combine both of those things, which is already stupid. Um, as, as so before as you guys talk about thing. this, I just want to say one thing. When I saw that this was going to be a thing at first, I was hyped because I'm like, oh my god, I finally get a team-up episode after waiting all this long. I'm going to see the RPM Rangers and the Samurai Rangers fighting together. This is going to be epic. Then later I see, oh, okay, they're just going to have the RPM Rangers appear in Ranger form only. Okay, that yep. kind of sucks, but, you know, how bad can it be? Then the episode. And, then I'm like, and they have the nerve to call it a movie. Yeah. A movie. This movie's on Netflix. It's trash. And I will you, never well, watch it again. Yeah, and th- now, now let me just say this. This episode, this could have been good if, like, because like, on, on all honesty, I don't mind only seeing Scott morphed only. I mean, okay, that's a little irritating. I love Scott, so I don't mind seeing him only. I like, I like Scott, too. If you had gotten all the RPM Rangers, and, and you could tell that they're literally trolling us because there's a point where Emily says to Scott, hey, Scott, your team says hi. Like, they're trolling us with that. I know. <laughs> that pissed me off, man. Oh. Like, and, I'm like, oh, hell no. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> and, know. you know, so you got that. And this team, I wouldn't have even minded if I only saw the other RPM Rangers m- morphed only. I mean, would that have been a little irritating? Yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind. Honestly. I wouldn't either. But to only have Scott, it's almost as if, like, okay, if you're only going to have Scott, why the hell did you even bother making this episode place? Exactly. It's like... You didn't do it for the fans because, I mean... Because the, the thing is here, what would have made this episode because Samurai and RPM are both two totally, completely different Sentais. You know, Samurai is one of those series <clears throat> where their powers come from, like, magic and ancient powers from, like, that, well, in this case, hundreds of years ago. And RPM's powers are man-made technology. So to see those two things work off each other, that would have been interesting. Exactly. So yeah. this could have been a good team-up episode, but it's just bizarre reasoning that just, I don't know, like. It's so bad. I, I don't know. It's like. There's so many problems. It's like. And the continuity like, is this should have been over the place. The preview of how incompetent the writing staff was going to be to Super Mega Force, like. Yeah. Oh god, don't it's tell me like, that, that reminds me what's next on the team up list. Oh, oh, shit. oh, and, oh, and my oh, and um, <laughs> by the way, uh, Nathan, there yeah. is actually a continuity error with this. This aired before Super Samurai aired, mind you. So, them yeah. getting their power ups and all that stuff, it, it like if you didn't have not watched Super Samurai yet, you're gonna be like, wait, how does he get this power? Are they get these powers already? What, what is this? Well, well, some people are trying to say that, um, like, uh, like. This could be a partial defense, but there's still some problems with that. Um, in the episode uh, that debuts the sword, um, there's a, that episode begins with the Samurai Rangers returning home from something. Some people interpret that as like they're returning um, from the uh, from their battle with Scott. You know, the Bullzord, uh, which 
but that that's all we can really think of. I mean, I mean, even then, it doesn't really make much sense because, <clears throat> sorry, Antonio was with them, even though Antonio doesn't appear unmorphed in this episode. Um, yeah, also, Antonio wasn't in this episode either. It's like, they get this voice actor that sounds absolutely nothing like him to voice him, and they show him on more briefly, but it's this dude that has his back to the camera. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, this is just... And then Professor Cod comes back in Super Mega Force without any explanation. <laughs> There's lots of things unexplained in that series. And you and don't even bother to get a single RPM Ranger, not even a freaking cameo from one of the side characters? Yeah. Really? Not Dr. K? Like, if you want to do If you want to do the homie Ziggy, where's my man Ziggy? I would <clears> find out if they brought Tanaya back, because that would at least been something. Like, if you want to make this episode better <laughs> have this take place after rpm took mm-hmm. place because they, they hint in this episode that this episode takes place before vengex's final defeat have professor cog the body that's used for professor cog be uh, another body that vengex can possess and, and, they, the reason, and, and the reason why the red ranger was able was the only one that was going after him because he came out of his yeah. warfare that was like a, that, like, yeah, a vendetta, but, like a vendetta, like a vendetta thing. Like, have oh, it so that know. Scott has been brainwashed by Vengex. Because if you recall the final scene in RPM, it shows an ominous red light that could be Vengex flashing in Scott's morpher. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, this is simple stuff. I mean, it's like so the, it's like the fans are more confident than the writers, and that's really sad. Nowadays yeah. in the Neo Saban era, the, the the fans no more than the Neo Saban can ever do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this well, I could I could have made a better story than that. Hell, I mean, I mean crosswords is <clears throat> really crap. Like they had so much potential to do good with like, you know, the multiverse. They could have brought it up, but yeah. No one wanted to. I blame I blame Zachter. He yeah. he, he's just Jonathan the true villain of the new Subaner. <laughs> well, majority of it. Yeah, well, the first half. Yeah. Until we get to Becca Barnes. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, we put off um, <laughs> talking about this yeah. episode long enough. Here we go. Oh, Lord. Here we the go. Legendary War. Oh, it must be Legendary Lord. Battle. Legendary Battle, yeah. Whatever, who cares? Um, yeah, exactly. This is arguably yeah, so this is, the worst okay, now, team up that ever. Before this episode came out, uh, Samurai had <clears throat> uh, Megaforce had two episodes where Samurai, where past Rangers appeared. They had one episode where Jaden randomly appeared, and then they had another episode where Casey appeared. Um, the the one where Casey appeared uh, that was one's that- good actually. The Casey one's good actually. Well. Yeah. Now, it's a mad episode for me. Like, the moments with Casey are great, but Troy just completely ruins that episode. Oh, you mean uh, his? Yes. Oh, you mean his? The robot uh, Troy? No, but no, 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 let's go with the weapons ever. This okay, is my, this is my talk. Anthony, okay, never say man. that quote again or I'll kill you. <laughs> that gives me PTSD. A ranger never loses his weapon. Okay, is there a possible way for me to reach the computer so I can kill anybody who. Um, <laughs> Because I'm gonna find a way. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> that was one of the worst quotes, and Ranger will, <coughs> Ranger in history will ever ever say. 
Yeah. More than oh, uh, oh oh yeah. oh! I, I got baked a giant pizza. That's even that, that's not as bad as as this as that line is now. Yeah. Okay, well, so this is basically the uh, final level Mega Force. So it's not. It's kind of iffy to call it a team up, but it does feature multiple pass rangers, so you really can't get away with excluding this. Yeah. Um, basically, um, it starts off pretty much almost identically to how Gokaijiren, i.e. the uh, <clears throat> the Armada, invades it. Uh, the Megaforce Rangers have to fight it off. But then after that big final battle with, uh, with the Emperor Mavro, I think his name is. I don't know. Um, yeah. A Actos Gill's counterpart. Um, you know, after that final battle, it turns out that this big, you know, fleet of Exborgs coming and the Rangers can't fight them off, even though they just probably fought off like millions of them two seconds ago. Um, <clears throat> and all the past Rangers show up, and we get to see the faces of a few past Rangers, including Tommy, who's donning the Rangers, because, of course, um, we see uh we see uh TJ and Cassie, which I liked actually. I mean I Me like Cassie. Um we see three Galaxy Rangers, uh Leo, um Carone, and Damon, even though even Damon though doesn't say anything. Didn't have um, any lines that irritated me. Uh, oh, Carter and Dana. Carter and Dana. Um Wes and uh which I enjoy. I enjoy seeing him again because this wasn't his, his last team up. Yeah, and then um, I think the only two other Rangers that we see are uh, Mike and Samurai. Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, <clears throat> you could have bought back anybody, anybody, but you bought back those two. Yeah, well, whatever. So they give the Rangers a little bit of pep talk in the legend battle with that is just so horrible. It is horribly edited, like. <clears throat> There's this scene, it's, it takes footage directly from the legendary, from uh, the Gokaiger version, where it shows uh, uh, the teams of Ninja Rangers battling. So you see oh the Oh my Rangers god, I hate this battling. scene so much. You can clearly hear like Tommy's, you know, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it was so terrible, it was laughable. It's not Tommy, that's Cam. <laughs> that's Cam, it's not Tommy. <laughs> And then you got the scene, and, and this is one scene where even if you're not a fan of, like, you've got to love this reaction to this, Robo Knight comes out of nowhere, and he'd be like, oh, hi, old fuck, he came from? Yeah. Hi, Robo Knight, where you yeah. came from? Uh, no, fucking nowhere. And then, and then, and, you know, that's the point where Linkara freezes the thing, I and mean, then he takes out a gun, laughing at night, starts shooting it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it starts screaming, it starts screaming, it bullets. Awesome. Um, they defeat the Armada, and then the legendary rangers descend into heaven, or they do something. Nobody they disappear into light, and then they just burst into yeah. like many particles. And, and Troy sticks his weapon into the ground and then go of it, which completely violates his philosophy. And then that's <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> Do we really have to talk about this? I don't want to. Yeah. 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 This is horrible. I just want to mention one thing. That part when, when the team was saying, go wild forest, go in the storm, I just wanted to punch the fuck out of them. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> keep, keep your, keep your F's, F's on. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah bombs. Mm-hmm. No, like keep them. Keep we gotta keep PG thirteen here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's it's okay, man. I I made that mistake. We all made that. We all yeah. made that mistake once. And, and let me just say this. I do hate once a ranger, and sometimes I call it first team up. But the more I watch the legendary war, <clears throat> the more I feel tempted to say that this might be a little worse because there's a just a little. I mean, you think it's worse? Only worse? a little. Only a little worse. It's not that bad. <clears throat> I mean, this is the worst one for me. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't know, like, just the way that it brushes things. I mean, maybe yeah. at the end of the day, I still call Once a Ranger worse, but this one still, it's like, Once a Ranger only beats this one by, like, literally a hair to me. I still, like, think, that, I still think this is worse than uh, I mean, Once a Ranger, honestly. I mean, what do you have to, I mean, there's a few couple of things, like, you know, I like that moment where, like, Caron says, I love being Power Ranger. That, that was cool. But that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But I was wondering why didn't, why didn't Bleak Hara get the whole, like, Astronomer face thing? Like, it was pretty obvious that, like, this was Astronomer's, like, this, no, this was Caron's, like, basically, like, her moment of saying wow like because this was like a callback to the in space episode where she and ashley switch bodies where she said i want to be a ranger anyway to now saying i love i love being a power ranger she came that far yeah from so long ago. yeah i like that that's a touchy moment but really i mean that's that's like a very small tiny diamond and just a huge pile of garbage diamond in the rough <laughs> yeah the Megaforce cast did not deserve this because they're a fun bunch too. Yeah, I don't hate yeah, the Megaforce cast. I hate I hate the direction they were given in this in this entire show. Yeah, they yeah, basically told the sweetheart. I mean, they I, they, yeah, they basically told Andrew to stay wooden. Yeah, CR is a sweetheart. Now I'm not going to say anything. CR is <clears> like very explicit about CR. CR my bae. because she's Rizwan's <laughs> wife, so I can't really say anything about that, but. I've met her twice, and I've gotten her to say hi to her. So, I mean, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and she's blown yeah. a kiss twice. So, yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, so she's blown Riz a kiss twice. So let me just say, if you ever try to hit on Rizwan, well, she's uh, not Rizwan, Sierra. She's taken by Rizwan because she's blown him a kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the less we say about this legendary battle, the better. I mean, this episode... I honestly thought it was okay. I mean, yeah, there are things that I didn't like about it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, this episode has been picked apart picked apart by people. Yeah, today. almost the entire we, fandom has been on this we, episode. We, we've all, like, done our little rant of it, um, yeah, the review of it's on the Digi Ranger like, channel. Yeah, that was yeah. Such a long time ago. So the less like, we wow. say about this, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, now it's time to finally uh, wrap this. Um, there, there were no team up episodes in Dino Charge, although there was this meme that <laughs> this was the best thing ever that came out of Dino. It showed the Dino Charge Rangers running away from something, and the meme says, "Run away! The Mega Force Rangers want a team up episode." So. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was pretty funny. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. Uh, I like Down to Charge, by the way, but um, yeah, we actually, I actually met both uh, Brennan Mejia, the Red Down Charge Ranger, not Red Down Charge Ranger, and I met uh, Davi Santos, aka Ivan uh, Down Charge. Uh, uh, Anthony, you did a uh, lot more than me. Davy Santos, we shared a ride with him to the airport. All right, how could I forget? How do you forget that? Actually, I didn't. I just wanted him to say it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Okay, so we're gonna wow. wrap this up. Um, Gold was based on looking, all looking color, basically at Power Morphicon, surprisingly. Yeah. With a twenty-fifth um, anniversary, this is the last team. Review has probably turned out to be pretty long, um, but I've enjoyed it. Hope you guys have. Um, you guys have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. As the first episode, <clears throat> I mean, this this was fun. Yeah, we're gonna be wrapping this up with a uh, with another anniversary special. This one. Uh, well, well, we'll get to my opinion about that um, in a second. Um, this one is called Dimensions in Danger. Now, uh, in this episode, um, now, now I'm pretty sure this episode was initiated by a previous episode because, I mean, like, I'm just going to say this right now. Like, this is the only episode of Super Ninja Steel or whatever that is it called? Yeah, it's called Super Ninja Steel. Um yeah. This is the only episode of Super Ninja Steel that I have seen thus far because obviously I can't miss this episode. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it was it started off with like um, a few with like the uh, Ninja Steel Rangers meeting like three Rangers that are in cloaks. Like I think it's Wes, um, Gemma, uh, Gemma, and Coda, and there we go. Like, that, does that happen? Like, help me out here, Anthony. Yes. Yeah, so, in the so, Yeah, so, yeah, so they meet those, and then it leads to this episode, where what's happened is that there's this new villain named Lord Draven, which not sounds... Confused, not to be confused with Lord Draken. Yeah, yeah, that's not a... No side grid. <laughs> Isn't it Dracon? It, it, it will... Draven so, in the uh, comic. <laughs> so what happens is that um, this villain named uh, Draven, he's attempting to um, create an army of ranger clones. And he's captured uh, several rangers, which include um, Riz's girlfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rocky. Uh, who's donning the uh, red Mighty Morphin powers. Um, uh, TJ, with his blue space powers. Uh, Trent, white Dino Ranger, but you guys already know that. Um, Tommy's wife, Kat, because I think they're married. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Has her pink turbo powers, which I think is weird, because I think you should probably be donning the pink Zeo powers instead, but whatever. Um, well... That's neither here nor there. And then uh, Antonio with the uh, gold samurai powers. And he's attempting to, um, you know, create an army with those rangers. And it starts off with him also capturing Tommy um, to create an ar uh, some clones of Tommy's rangers. While he's also created a literal clone of Tommy himself. Um, and the Ninja Steel rangers are met by 
Wes, Gemma, and Coda. And the reason why it's significant uh, um, is because this is an episode where we find out that there's actually three different universes in Power Rangers. So you have At the, the very least. Yeah, the you have the yeah. main universe. You have the main universe. Then you have RPM's universe, which was established in Clash of the Red Rangers and then confirmed in Super Mega Force. And then this episode also confirms that Dino Charge takes place in an alternate continuity, which kind of makes sense because shouldn't dino dinosaurs be roaming all over the Earth? And just My keep... God, if they had not done that stupid freaking time warp thing, yeah. they would have been the main yeah. team in the main line, but whatever, this makes sense. Yeah, that... yeah, so that... apparently uh, what's happening is that a Raven arrow in a... Um, with a bow to like tear the dimensional rift and like for and like and like you know force like all these incompatible universes to merge together, which you know is obviously life threatening. Uh, Tommy breaks free and uses this master morpher, um, which really just shows how they're trying to completely turn Tommy to be too overpowered. Um, they okay. free, they free all the rangers and the rangers. Uh, the Ninja Steel Rangers and all the veteran Rangers, they fight off the uh, arm, the villains. Tommy's able to use his Falcon Zord to stop Lord Draven, and then everybody goes their separate ways. Um, though, of course, uh, you know, um, the uh, Red Ninja Steel Ranger, uh, his, what's his name, Brody? Like, he yep. does have to, his name is Brody, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. For those uh, of you back Brody, the worst for Ranger. The, everybody here has probably watched Ninja Steel, pro, seen more episodes of Ninja Steel than I have. So, yeah, uh, he's on. He's, he's not. He's not as okay. Troy is bad, but Brody has the potential to be good. But it's also he's also has a wooden like a wooden way of acting for some reason. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Like they did nothing with but, him. Yeah, I mean, he says now that was epic. And yeah, the famous the line which gets used. I was like, shut up, bro. I'm like, shut up, Brody. Just shut up. In all honesty, I like. I mean, I really liked this episode. Like to me, yeah, I, I like the episode. Dimensions and Ninja is actually a, a, an okay episode. I did like it, and the motherfucking Falcon Zord. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty epic. Like now, now we we've already really covered this. We actually, special episode on YouTube channel to talk about this but to kind of you know backtrack on it i like this um i would say that it's my second favorite anniversary special like i would rank the anniversary specials um forever red and that's unchallengeable until something better than that comes along right then dimensions in danger then the legend war and then once a ranger the yeah, I, I I agree with that up until like the last two. I switch. I'll, yeah, I'd uh, say like once the Rangers better than legendary battle. Than that's legendary me. Battle. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me too. Yeah, and I can agree. Yeah, I mean, I can see where people are coming from because to me, it's really difficult to choose between, uh, you know, um, the uh, to choose between the legend war and once a ranger for which is worse. Um, now there are a couple of complaints I have about this. Um, like the fact that the morph sequence, there's no roll call, and we don't see any morph sequence. Oh, it's the morphs, and it really irritated me. 
yeah, yeah which instant morphs. If we did instant morphs, uh, that would have made clearer sense of how which which power sets of Rockies was using. Was he using the the, the Tyrannosaurus powers, or was he using ninja powers? We don't know. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, there are some expanded stuff that we can talk about. Like, Tommy somehow knows Antonio, despite having never met him. Um, oh, Riz can answer that. What? The, the reason why uh, Antonio knows Tommy. I had a reason at one point. I remember that. It was the... Um, it was the thing that I'm... Uh, I'm in, I can't remember how that's the name to say my life. Mitt Bomick. Mitt Bomick, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, what did I meant to say? It was about the... Hexagon? Yeah, Hexagon. Yeah, Hexagon, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that now. Yeah, and I think that this episode could actually... The Hexagon plan canon, because there's at one point where uh, they mention... Uh, Lord Draven, and then TJ's like, "Oh no, I, I, I hoped I would never have to hear that name again." Like maybe all these Rangers were fighting together against uh, Draven. So yeah, they yeah, were. T- the way, yeah, the way TJ, the TJ was that he yeah. was like, "Oh, Draven, I thought he'd never yeah. hear that name." Yeah. Uh, but you know that I like I, I like seeing Cat back because Cat was one of my big Power Rangers yeah. brushes, so I love seeing her back. And she's aged pretty good, I'm going to say. Very good. Oh, yeah. I met her in person recently. She's great. Yeah. He did an interview with her, too. And yeah. he stole some of my, he stole some of my uh, interview introduction tactics, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I like Dimensions in Danger. Uh, uh, Trent doesn't get to say much. He has, yeah. like, what, maybe, like, a wider line, but that's about it. He don't say much else. I do like how it shows uh, Wes and Tommy as if they've been like old friends because you could say like, well, they well they never appeared in a season together. It's like, yeah, but they came together for Forever Red and they were together in the Legend War. So exactly, yeah. yeah. So there's history between these two characters. They yeah, know and, each other, and that also shows that. Um, hold on, like you can officially say that. Um, yeah, Tommy, TJ. And Wes have appeared in every anniversary special. Almost everywhere, everyone. Well, no. okay, okay, not counting once a ranger. So, yeah. so because they were all in Forever Red, <laughs> were all in the Legend War, and they were all in Piers. So, yeah, that's hopefully they'll have that. Hopefully that'll be a regular thing because those are three great rangers. Yep, that's correct. But yeah, like I said, this episode is uh, pretty good. I mean. Yeah, it's and it kind of feels like a—I mean, I don't know—it's again a small diamond in a pile of otherwise rubbish that is Ninja Steel, or at least yeah. I can say that partially because I haven't watched most much of Ninja Steel yet, and I don't really intend to watch much of it anytime it, soon. It's not good because though I'll still have a soft spot for uh, the guy who played uh, uh, what's the Gold Ranger's name, Levi. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I told the actor's name. Uh, yeah. Jordy, yeah, Jordy, Jordy Weber. Because um, uh, Anthony and I not only met him at Power, we had dinner with him. So. Yes. Yeah. So we were just we were just literally just sitting in like in like one of these like uh steak like steakhouse restaurants or whatever. And yeah. Then Y'all have I, the coolest adventures. I pointed out to him because because 
Well, Nathan didn't have his glasses with him because apparently he's blind. Apparently, and I'm like, dude, oh, like, dude, dude I can see, I can see him. Like, he's literally right there. And he goes, and I go, that's 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 the dude that plays uh, Levi from Power Rangers. He turns and he looks, and he waves at us, and we're just, you know, like he said, can I join you guys? I was like, yeah, sure. And then we had there with Power Ranger. We, you know, got his uh photograph and everything. Like, uh, we didn't get an autograph, but we got a, like a, a photograph. Yeah, and then he went to Davy Santos and like told. And like you know, started talking about how like, hey, I just had two fans and they were really cool. So, yeah, and then yeah. it was us, and it was like, cool. sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And that's yeah, the reason why, why, why I'm never gonna forget. Exactly, that's the reason why we kept saying that gold was our lucky color because yeah, we met two gold rangers at actors at very crazy like conveniences, you know. Yep, coincidences. But yeah, so um. Yeah, that would be So uh, before we just wrap up talking with Team Up Talk, the only thing I just say now is um, this is a message to Hasbro and the other from Hasbro Universe. Please bring back the Team Up episodes. Like I am absolutely begging you. Like, and you know what? If you want to take footage from the dinosaur team up episode and have the beast morpher rangers team up with the dino charge rangers and mighty morphin and dino thunder fine just bring the team up episodes back please we're okay we're, we're, we're okay with that yeah we're okay with that yeah, that yeah. Really nice if they do that yeah i mean i don't even care if you don't film and you just i mean now granted you does like they'll be filming a lot of original footage <laughs> But, yeah, but please just, please just bring the team of episodes back because yeah, we just went through all the team of episodes and sure, not all of them are great, but even though, even when the team of episodes are great, it's always nice to see two Ranger teams interact with each other. Exactly. So yeah, yeah that's all I ask. It just builds on the continuity and it's like, okay. These rangers interact with each other. That means something because they're following a legacy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that about wraps this uh, really long review up. Uh, we thank everybody who's uh, given us to uh, to um, do this. Uh, so a couple of things before we go. Uh, you know, obviously, social media outlets such as Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, check out, you know, so the interviews that I've done at Power Morphicon. Uh, Riz still has two more to upload with me interviewing uh, Katie and Skye. Um, so ch- and check out to a YouTube near you. Yeah. And check out Anthony's one with Xander because he did pretty good for his first interview. Um, it won't be my last. Nope, it won't. Um, nah, not at all. A couple more, uh, you know, um, there's a chance I might be going to Ranger Stop because it's actually, this year it's actually in my home state. Atlanta, so I might actually go this time. Um, uh, Anthony, uh, Riz, and I are going to be here, uh, reuniting for the first time since 2017. Oh, and, and he gets to meet one of our like Otaku Digi Rangers uh, for the first yep. time too. And this time right. I'm not going to be dragging some obnoxious Frank, people Frank. along with me. Um, Oh yeah, you better come for this. Frankie's our Frankie's our boneheaded leader from Otaku Sensei Ranger until yep. like Riz later. Took over as leader. Later. So you know, if you guys are fans of us, you know, be sure to watch. It's going to be a fun time. Um, so yeah, with that said, um, you know, we are Anime Secrets. Uh, 
hopefully uh, we'll be able to get on this once a month schedule. So stay tuned for any anime, you know, secret, the Toku secret stuff that comes out once a month. And um, we'll see you next time, hopefully, uh, to take a look at the uh, first couple of episodes of Ryu Soldier. So uh, see you later, guys.